Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Talk Radio. So, who's going to be the first caller of the night tonight? Is it going to be Alan Caddick? Well, well, well... You have the power, dear listener, to um, to stop that happening by dialing now. 0844-499-1000. You'll speak to Id and uh, he will call you back. You could beat Caddick. Uh, this is Talk Radio. This is the news. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hello, first caller of the night. Hello. Oh, for, for crying Hello, out loud, that was the most... Path- all of you, all of you, John, Alan, Steve and Dan, all of you, that was pathetic. I said nothing. Yeah, who's that? That's John. Right, well, that's pathetic. Thank you. Steve, what did you do? It's got to be me. Are you Steve? I'm Steve, yeah. Yes, well, I'm talking to you. What did you do? I call first. No, 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 no. Pathetic. Alan, what did you do? I was singing along to a lady. Yeah, pathetic. Dan? I did hip hip hip. Very, very low key. Very low key. We're going to start the show again. What about me? What about me? Which one are you? I must be John. Yeah, I I said, I told you, you were pathetic. Oh, sorry, I'm right. We're going to start the show again. Not without Thank song. Thank you. Again. Yes. Right. Now just be quiet. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. It's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long. Just turn around and I'm gone again. Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end <laughs> Jesus Christ I, I think that's right, I got him first Right Hip 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 No, right, who was that? Steve Right, that was, that was pathetic That was like 20 seconds after everyone else well, I'm a little bit slow. I mean, I've been, to be honest, I've been listening since you came back onto Talk Radio. I couldn't give a, I couldn't give a, I, I, on I, LBC, I couldn't so. care less. You, yeah, you, you may have, you, know. you may have listened to the LBC, you've missed out the Virgin, the Absolute and the Three Counties years. So that's, no, I know, you Three Counties, when, I know, when I want to Right, hang on, hang on a second. Alan, what are you banging on about? 
you forgot to mention BBC WM. You, you're going to forget to mention that my fist is going to be up your backside in a minute. No, not my fist. No, not your backside. Yes, my fist, your face. How are you today, Ian? Who's that? John. Pathetic. Are you? No, no, right. We, Dan? Yep. You've been very low-key. Uh, I'm a low-key kind of guy. Yeah, you We're going to start the show again. Hey, right. Come on. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. It's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again. Maybe tomorrow. Right, we're getting there. We're starting to get there. Starting. I was singing to... in a sort of Cluzo voice. The, who is that? Alan? Is that Alan? No. Well, hang on. Who's that? John? Yeah. No, that voice there. That's Alan. That one there who says that's John. I'm getting confused. Are you Alan? No. No, that's me. That's John. Yeah. You're Alan. I'm Dan. Who's that? I don't That's care who Dan. Dan is. I'm not interested in Dan. Steve, well, have you said hip, hip, hip yet? I've said hip, 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 yeah, twice, three times. And I'm over the moon, I've beat Caddick. I no, well, te- technically... I've character on the show, but Technically, you haven't beat Caddick. Have I not? Right, which one's Alan? That's me. That's John. Which one am I? No, That's Alan. I, shush, I heard Alan then. Alan, say something. Hip, hip, hip. That's John. Hello? Alan. Hello? Hello, Hello Alan. Man. Now... Okay, now I must be Alan. Thank you. I'm no, Steve. I'm Alan. That's John. Will you stop pretending you're Alan? No, no. I'm Alan! Stop pretending. John? Is this LBC? Sorry. Alan, oh? be quiet. I'm talking to John. John? Hello. Good Alan. evening. No, Alan. I told you Good be morning. quiet. Sorry. John? Who's that? Oh, I'm outside the pub. Right. <laughs> Steve and Dan. Who yeah. said keep it down a bit? Huh? Right. Alan, shut up. I'm talking to Steve and Dan now. Okay. Thank you, Alan. John. <laughs> now I'm worried. Alan. Yes. No, I'm not you, John. I'm talking to Alan. Yeah, that's me. No, that's. You're really getting on my nerves, you lot, tonight. <laughs> Alan? Yes? Not you, John! Sorry. Thank you, Alan. Just keep what out happened? of it. I'm talking to John. John? <laughs> Thank you. You button it. <laughs> Steve, have you said hip, hip, hip yet? I have hip, hip, Are hip. Oh, we're going again. Hang on. There's a voice. On calling me down the road, it's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long, just to. <laughs> 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 nah, that was me, that was me, guys. Which one was that? That me. Right, John. That's a good monkey yeah. song, that one. Alan? Yes. Not you, Alan. Not you, John. Alan? Yes. It's John? <laughs> I think, I think that's me. Alan? Yes? Not you, John! <laughs> Flippin' heck! 
We, I gave a talk to a group of five-year-olds today, and they were better behaved than John, <laughs> Alan, Steve and Dan. Oh, how does it go? Know your business, John. We've got to try again. Yeah, j- yes, we are, actually. Thank you. Flippin' heck. Who was that? That was me. Shut up, John. Alan? Hello? Who's that? <laughs> I've no idea who I am. You're Alan, obviously, because we recognise your voice. You call us every single day. No, oh, that's right. me! That's you, John. You, I've never spoken to you before, John. No, no, I'm Alan! Oh, f- I recognise Alan's voice, because it's, it's so distinctive. <laughs> yes, yes, I know what you mean. Alan, please! Sorry. Who else said hip, hip, hip? That was me. Not you, John. Dan. Dan, did you say it? I did. I, I think, I think Norman, Norman said it. I think I heard a woman's voice there. I did as well. Is that... Right, there. Who are you? Is that Steve? It's Hannah. What? How the hell did you get involved in this? <laughs> Hi, Hannah! <laughs> Alan, Alan, stop breathing. Yes, talk. I don't think that's Hannah. Oh, God. <laughs> Alan, stop breathing, please. Not, not you, John. You can keep breathing. Ah, uh, thank God for no. that. No, Alan can stop breathing. What the hell is going on? A- Hannah. Yes. Stop it. <laughs> How did you sneak in? I was already here. Right. Going for the breathing. I don't know who that hip, is. Hip, hip. Uh, hit, 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 hit. Well done, Anna. Thank you. You're hip, welcome. Hip, hip. Stop it. Quiet, please. We're starting. We're starting to get somewhere. No, 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 no. Not until I say so. We're starting to get somewhere. Where's that? Well, we're starting to get the enthusiasm that I require. <laughs> we've we've not had it yet. <laughs> Who's crying? Anna, are you crying? No. I'm breathing. John's getting on my nerves. John, I think I feel. John, could you stop doing blobby? Sorry. Is that, is that no? Right. We're going to start again, right? And this time, when Thank we come you. back, I want all enthusiasm, vim and vigour, okay? All three. I'm ready. You ready? Here we go. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fire up. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. Somehow they just don't end up as much. Hey, hey, hey. Who's that? Steve. What? Hey, hey, hey. Who's that? Bruce. Anyone else just want to chip in with a random hip, hip, hip from a stranger? <laughs> so it's just you two. Where is every- where is everyone else gone? Can I throw you a curveball? Who are you? Steve. Oh. I've got no idea what's going on today. Can I, th- can I throw you a curveball? No! Best monkey track, Pleasant Valley Sunday. Incorrect, incorrect data. All right. Bruce? <laughs> yes, good evening, Ian. Hip, hip, hip! Thank you. And who's Callum? Hip, hip, hip. Oh, for crying out loud. Yeah, all right. Right, we'll, stri- we'll try again. Hang on. Where I'll all- 
Who are you? Callum. What the hell is going on? Anna, what are you doing here? Not me. Who's there now? Bruce is here. Right, Bruce. Okay, Bruce. I've got Gusto. I'm going to write these down, right? So, Bruce, you're here. Yes, who else? Anna. Right. Callum. Who? Who's that? Callum in Sheffield. What's he got to do with anything? (laughs) (laughs) So, we've got Anna. Oh, he's funny. What? We've got Anna. Hannah. Who's Hannah? Hannah. The hell is Hannah going on? Hannah's sister. You know, there's a, you know there's an adult version of Hannah and her sisters. Do you know what it's called? Hannah and her sisters? No, it's called Hannah has her sisters. Imagine that. <laughs> no. It's true, it's true. <laughs> right, so we've got Anna and her sisters. <laughs> we'll start the show in a minute. What was the fellow with the deep voice? Bruce. There we go. Bruce. Bruce something the dog. And who's the, who's the, um, the, we've got a child on the line from Sheffield. Who's that? Uh, Callum. Callum. And how old are you, Callum? 26. Shut up. Really? Yeah. You sound about nine. Oh, thank you. I think that's a compliment. Oh, wh- it's best I get old here. Right. <laughs> so listen, what everybody who's listening now, I've really got no idea what's going on. It's, it's, it's the most annoying start to the show I've ever had, right? When the music stops... Everybody has to come in with a really enthusiastic hip, hip, hip. Okay? Okay. You got that, you got that, Bruce? Absolutely, sir. You got that, Anna? Yeah. Hannah. (laughs) Callum? Got it, yeah. Okay, and if your mum and dad are there, Callum, and they want to join in, that'll be great. I'm on my own, I'm in a flat. You've your mum and dad have left you on your own in a flat. No, I've got me on flat. At the age of nine! <laughs> 26. You did say that. You did say, I'm going to write... Hello, social services. No, you did, you did say 26. <laughs> no. <I've... laughs> no need for dramatics. <laughs> no need for dramatics, except in plays. Yeah. Right. So when we come back, we're going to start the music, right? When the music stops... Turn out the light. Turn <laughs> out the light. Who am I doing an impression of there? And actually, it's quite a good impression. When the music stops... Turn out the light. Turn out the light. Who's that? I, I don't know. It's Jim Morrison from The Doors. <laughs> yeah, that's good. You listen to it. Are there any chairs? Are there any chairs that we have to sit down on? Yeah, no, well, when the music stops. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I once played a game of musical chairs. It went on for three days. They kept forgetting to take a chair away. <laughs> I thought you could say they didn't stop the music. I'm gonna stop you breathing in a minute, Anna. Hannah. She's not here. Right. When the music's over, don't do as Jim Morrison said and turn... Turn out the light. Um, instead, it, Vim, Vigor and Gusto, a hip, hip, hip. Are we ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Right, there's no one there. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow, I wanna settle down Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on 
this road that never seems to end When you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like Four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. We call you back. Callum's on the line. Evening, Callum. Evening, you're all right. I'm all right, hip, Callum. Hip hip. hip, 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 boss. What you got for us? Uh, just a bit about life in general. It's yeah. one of them. Go on then. Yeah, I, I love a bit of life in general. Yeah, you know these days when you're talking to people. I know it sounds trivial, but I feel like you've got, you've got a friend, for example, and you say, "I haven't got any friends." And <laughs> you've got, <laughs> got some of the personalities, and you'll say to somebody. Oh, I do a thing like that. My friend doesn't do it like that. And people will think you, you're dissing him or bad mouth. Give me an example it. of a thing that your friend does that differently to other people. Uh, like, for example, I like to be out more, be more sociable. Yes. I'm like, if I say it's the wrong person, I might say he likes to go home early. And they might think that I'm bad mouthing him and things like that. I tell you what, you've reminded me, right? When you're a kid, I used to hate going to my friends' houses. Do you know why? Nope. (laughs) They smelt differently. Yeah. (laughs) Other people, when you're a kid, other people's houses really, really smell differently. And that used to freak me out when I was a kid. I couldn't handle it. I've noticed that when I've gone to the people's houses. Do that smell? I don't. Yeah, there's something in that. It's just a. I mean, I don't notice it so much now. I'm an adult. I think partly because my sense mm. of smell, of course, as you know, is um, is less potent than when yeah. you are a child because you kill your nasal um, powers as you grow older. That's a fact. Because yeah. um, you're such, such a negative attitude. Um, but um, <laughs> I, I used to hate going to other kids' houses because they would smell differently. Yeah, I've got a friend in uh, Sheffield. When I go to her house. It always smells heavy in air freshener, and I mean, she's constantly spraying it. I don't mind a bit myself, but as soon as you walk through the front door, it's like, flipping. <laughs> it's all you can smell is air freshener, and it's a bit overpowering. Well, these things these things happen, Callum. Um, anything else yeah. you want to say? Uh, we'll take that as a no. Let's go to Alan. Evening, Alan. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. How are you, boss? Ah, you know. Come see, come sir. Uh, I hear Edmund got slated this morning. I didn't watch this morning this morning. I was sleeping this morning. But um, I'd be surprised if he didn't. You could feel really laid into him. uh, um, uh, Vaughan, our our listener, is on the front page of the Daily Mirror today. Ooh. Yes, I don't think he's enjoying it. Rightfully, rightfully so. He should. I'm not. You know, but he's he's not well. He doesn't want you know all that kind of hassle and stressle and all that sort of stuff. Any publicity is good publicity. Wait, I don't think he wants publicity for his cancer. Well, how is he going to? How is he going to benefit from that? Unless there's like a doctor watching, going, "Oh, I can cure that." And it won't take a box to do it. 
Well, these things, um, uh, these, well, these, the, the, the thing about Edmunds, talking about Edmunds now, we were, we broke Edmunds last night. We broke Edmunds in more ways than one, but we were the show that, um, that took, tore Noel Edmunds a new one. Uh, we'll all, we'll all remember where we were when we, um, when Edmunds did an Ike. Yeah. Yep. How was the five-year-old? Brilliant. Did you, what clips did you play? Flipping brilliant. We went, for those who don't know, me and Catherine went and gave a talk at a primary school in Leighton Buzzard for five and six-year-olds, right? Because I'm doing these talks, Alan, at colleges and universities and schools. Uh, yeah, I've seen the Periscope of yeah. New York College. And I'm doing them for free, right? I'm giving something back, right? So I put an advert on Twitter and Facebook a few months ago. So if you yeah. want to come and come and give a talk about working in the radio, send me an email. Blah, blah, blah. And I had a few people that got in touch saying, "I don't think this is genuine, but I'm, uh, if it's genuine, I'd love you to come." And this one I got from it was um, uh, what was the name of the guy? Someone's dad got in touch. Um, it was it was Jonathan. Jonathan got in touch. He's uh, Ella's dad, and he said, "Oh, I, uh, we, we'd we'd love to have you at my little girl's school if you're up for it." And he put me in touch with the teacher, and we we kind of made it happen. And um, we went and we gave a talk, and I was a little bit nervous, Alan, because I didn't know how it would work. And then when we got there, I couldn't get any of the equipment to work. Couldn't get my computer to to uh, the speakers to connect to the computer. Okay. So it was a little bit tense. Um, uh, Aaron, Bruce, Steve, and Hannah, stay there. Coming to you in a bit. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you want to join that list of people. Um. So, uh, but we we did it, and it went very very well. I played one clip. Um, but I, 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 what I'm good at, Alan, is I'm not good at planning things, but I'm good at, um, uh, uh, ascertaining when things aren't going to work and coming up with a plan B off the hoof, on the hoof. Off the cuff. Off the cuff, on the hoof. Yeah, so what would your plan be? Plan B, we went, I played a clip and I saw it that it wasn't going to grab their attention. So plan B was, we mocked up a phone-in radio show. Oh, hi! Yes, we had about, there about, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, about 30 kids there. Who was the first caller? Well, this is it. I'm outside the pub, and I've got a motorbike playing. A motorbike, motorbike is braying in your ear. Well, I, what we did was, they were all sat there, and I was the presenter, of course... And I put out a topic, which was, what's the worst Christmas present you've ever had? Then they would put their hands up, and then Catherine, as the phone operator and producer, would then get a child to go up to her and whisper their name and what they were going to say, and then she would put them through, and they would come and stand next to me, and i go, oh, we've got a caller here, uh, it's Steve, Steve, what? And they would have a little bit of a chat, and then I would cut them off, and we would get the next person on. And it worked an absolute dr- treat. Yeah? They loved it. So future listeners to the show. Future listeners to the show, guys. Uh, and then they played us um, a story that they had done, with uh, that they'd recorded with sound effects, and it was brilliant. Then yeah. I played them some music. Yeah. They were nuts, though, these kids. They were brilliant. I thoroughly enjoyed it, right? But listen to this bit of music. How does this music make you feel, Alan? Okay. Hang on, here it comes. The Omen. No. Exorcist? No. Oh, I'm talking what film it is. Halloween. Uh, how does that music make you feel? Spine tingling. Yeah, spine tingling. A lot of them said it made them feel good and like they wanted to dance. One of them said it made her feel unsure, which I thought was a great answer. But it got me thinking, actually, right? Uh, I spy a topic. I spy... Well, well, I don't know if it is a topic, but it certainly got me thinking, right, that that music is scary because we know, we know it comes from a scary film. Yeah. Right? 
But those kids don't know, they've not seen Halloween, right? And but some of them, young. it sounds like you're letting one go. No, it's a bike with him. Oh, back. right, the old mo- motorbike braying. Okay. But they, a lot of them said it made them feel happy and like they wanted to dance. So I wonder how much of music is, um, is how it makes it, makes us feel and how much of it is, is the other things we associate with it. We've seen that film Halloween. We've seen Michael Myers getting a, 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 a I haven't. Sorry? I haven't seen Halloween. Have you not seen it? No. Oh, mate, it's brilliant. I'll have to see if I can get it on DVD. You'll be, you'll get scared. Well, I'm seeing Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street's not scary. They're comedies, aren't they? Not the first one. I thought it was a comedy. No, the first one was scary. And I've seen number three, uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Um, but, well, yeah, oh, Wes, oh, Wes Craven's films are rubbish. Well, I haven't seen Scream. That's rubbish? That's why I haven't seen it. Exactly. Well, thanks for calling, Alan. Thank you! Oh, wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I don't know what we're talking about yet. We'll try and establish that when we speak to Aaron after this. <laughs> Hello? Hello? I'm still here. What are you still there for? Go away! No, you're come off. Can I just share my thinking with you that I shared with the Periscopers? I was yay close to doing that, um, restarting the show for the whole first hour. I was yay close to it. And I thought, I thought maybe that, maybe that's a little bit too much even for me, but it, it crossed my mind. Is it Aaron or Aaron? Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. So, um, I'm just calling in to talk about the uh, floods that hit London today, especially in northwest London. I is don't it, know if you've heard about this. Is it Aaron or Aaron? Aaron. I always panic, Aaron, when I say... Well, I don't always. Since last week, when we had a knob call in called Aaron, yeah. I always... Uh, I um, freeze when I see the, that name on my screen, thinking, it's that guy. No, it definitely is. Oh, I know it's not that you, 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 I, I can tell. I can tell from the warm tone of your voice. <laughs> And I'm that the Aaron that sent you all the links to Glasgow being the, uh... Oh, that was city. you. Yeah, the, it's, the, it's got, it's... I don't know if I read that out in the end, that Glasgow is the uh, Britain's city that's, that, that's got the most so- It's in the most songs. It's crazy. I had a brilliant thing <clears throat> on Radio 4 today. I, I, I've taken to listening. I'm, I'm really flicking around the dial and getting a lot of 4 Extra, 4 LBC talk, of course, <laughs> and um, uh, <clears throat> other stations, but... I was listening, I'm really taking to listening to, hey, Julie Hartley Brewer's on everything at the moment. Have you heard this? She was on, have I got news for you the other day? She was on Any Questions on Radio 4. She was on the comedy show, the comedy panel show tonight as I was driving in. I can't, she's got a cracking agent. She's going around like a cheap wine. Um, I've started listening to, uh, Any Questions, not, not Any Questions, um, Answers Please. That's a good name for a show, Radio 4. You can have Answers Please. Answer welcome please. to Answers... Welcome to Answers, Please. I'm David Mitchell. This is the panel show where we like to find out the real answers as we ask Answers, Please. On tonight's panel, we've got German comedian Henning Veng. We've got David Badil. And we've got a woman. Um, the, I think all panel shows have to have a woman now, don't they? Well, right? the thing about Radio 4, right, is they do on the BBC, they have to now, but on, on Radio 4, they've always had um, an excellent um, um, spread of male and female panelists they always have so we, we, and they have some brilliant people on there i'm a big fan of susan Kalman at the moment i think is is hilarious and holly walsh as well of course i think is brilliant and izzy sooty who's coming on the show at some point 
later on in the year. What do you think of, uh, people like Catherine Ryan? I don't know Catherine Ryan. Okay. So, uh, I'm gonna reserve judgment until I do know her. Why, what do you think of her? I quite like her. And I personally know Francesca Martinez. She's quite a good comedian. I don't know her either. I'll have to check these people out. But I besides to listening to the programme that's on, you and yours. Okay. You and yours, right, at quarter past twelve, and it's, it's, it's kind of their magazine phone-in programme, and I quite like it, right? I don't like it when, um, I don't know his name, so I'm going to have to use a descriptive term that I would not normally use. Ooh. I don't like it when the blind guy's hosting it on a Friday. Okay. And I don't know his name. I can't help you. I just don't like his style of delivery. And also, he reads it all on Braille, and he, he gets it wrong quite a bit. But I don't, I don't, anyway. But today, they had this, this, these two guys, right, who were cycling to keep fit. Boring, you'd think. But no, not boring, right? They were visiting places that were mentioned in the songs of the post-punk band Half Man, Half Biscuit. Now, there you go. I used to be a big Half Man, Half Biscuit fan. Were you, did you have the punk hairstyle? No. Oh. But I had the album back in the DHSS, right, which is a cracking album. It includes, it's got the brilliant song, Effing Hell, It's Fred Titmus. There you go. It's got, um, 99% of Gargoyles Look Like Bob Todd. It's got, um, oh, I can't, but, but I forgot, and I need to get, I need to, they played some Half Man, Half Biscuit songs, right? And you've got to be careful, because a lot of them are very, very sweary. Okay. <laughs> a lot of them are very sorry. Not safe for the radio. Not safe for the radio. But the bits they played were absolutely hilarious. I mean, really laugh out loud, genius poetry set to slightly uncomfortable, awkward music. But poetry in the style of, of Spike Milligan or something. It was wow. wonderful. I tend to find daytime radio very boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, mm. the, well the, the Radio 4 today, we're playing um, Half Man, Half Biscuit. And it's made me think I need to check out a bit more Half Man, Half Biscuit. I'd always written them off as, you know, like a teenage band, because they, they, were, they were swearing. Uh, what was the song they did? Um, oh. Oh, they did uh, one called Trumpton Riots. I wonder if that's safe for work. <laughs> You've got to be so careful... YouTube.com. Let me just look at the lyrics of Trumpton Riots. Hang on. You probably can do little soundboards with... It was just absolutely joyous. Um, anyway, w while I try and find that, you, um... Oh, no, hang on a minute. Let's, let's, no, let's, let's, let's try and find... Trump Trumpton Riots lyrics. All right, let me just see if, what the lyrics... If the lyrics are clean, we'll have a little bit and we'll see how we, we'll see how we get on. Hang on a minute. Trumpton Riots by Half Man, Half Biscuit lyrics. Um... Uh, Are they clean? Um, oh, it's not the it's not the one I was thinking of. What's the one that's got the line? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, what did you call him for? Uh, so I was calling. Well, I've got two points really. The main point that I wanted to, to speak about was about the floods in London today. Oh yeah. Um, basically, we seem to be the only ones on our street at the moment with uh, any light, which is just incredible. I don't really know what's going on, but it looks like we're sort of in. Back in prehistoric times. 
Um, we've got no electricity, so I can't hear... We've got no electricity, so I can't actually watch your periscope. I can't actually oh. listen to your radio. So the only joy I got listening to it was while I was waiting to be put through. Oh, I see. I'm sorry to hear that. And I'm a regular listener, so... Yeah. Oh. Well, this, this, this might, might cheer you up. Here we go. I found a song that we can sort of play, although it's a bit naughty, and I don't condone any of the message, but, um... I like naughty. I like naughty, too. While it's booting up the internet, very slow tonight, internet, very slow, if anyone's wondering. Um, whereabouts in northwest London are you? I'm in, uh, in Kingsbury, which is very near, uh, Wembley on the Jubilee mm, line. Yeah. Right. I saw, there's a brilliant picture of a fella... Um, it, where he's, he's on a road, it's like flash floods, wasn't it? Yeah. And the water has covered his car. Completely wow. covered his car. Hang on, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This, this is, this is, this is good. I think, I don't I've not heard this since I was 15. Here we go. 28 years ago. Here we go. It's all right, mate, calm down. <laughs> Whack this up a bit, Ed, this is a bit low, this one. Here we go. I quite like it. Here we go. Let it happen, bass player. <laughs> I've not heard this for years. It sounds like the prehistoric Tenacious D. Yes, doesn't it? Here we go. We don't agree with the messages, of course, but that is just, I wish I could remember the one they played on Radio 4. If anyone knows the one they played about a market town on Radio 4, could you Come let on, me know? Gophers. At Ian Lee, because it was beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, so, you got no electricity? No electricity. The cat got lost for absolute hours. Yeah. Uh, and that was heartbreaking. And as soon as I saw her at the door, you, you can imagine the relief. There was a tear running down oh, my arm. Don't, well, don't, don't, no, don't cry. That will add, um, that will add, uh, more water to the, uh, the water that you've already got. Yeah, but uh, Noel would think I'd have negative energy. Yeah, exactly, and it would be your fault, wouldn't it? It would er- be my Erin, listen, thank you very much for that. 0844 499 1000. Steve, Bruce, Hannah, coming to you in a second. <coughs> ah. The internet's very slow here this evening. We should have, um, come crashing back. Ben, Ben, why would you tweet me to say you're not in, you, that you find the show boring? Back to LBC. I mean, why, why would you, why would you, why would you tweet someone that? Someone just tweeted me I should man up about depression. I told him to F off. <laughs> just F off, Fred. Um, well, the internet really is, um, slow this evening. So we're going to go to, gosh, some of you have been there for ages. We'll go to Steve. Uh, yes, yeah, Steve. Hi, mate. You all right? The internet's slow. Your internet's slow. Yeah. Mm. Listen, ah, here we go, here we go, listen to this. This is, now this is beautiful. Oh, right, I'm going to let it, I'll, I'll, well, I'm going to pause it and I'll let it um, grow. I don't know what it does. What you got for us, Steve? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, mate. I've been listening since you came back to talk radio right from day one, oh, yeah? yeah. Uh, 
and I just wanted to ring in. It's blossomed into what it is now, which is oh. superb. Oh. And uh, you and Kath are a great team, and I just wanted to... Uh, yeah. Just to support your show and give you the ring and beat Caddick, basically. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, we'd all like to beat Caddick, but... Yeah, but um, don't you think Caddick's like one of these guys that you love on one hand and hate on the other? No, it's just hatred. Just hatred? Just hatred. Yeah, uh, can I also throw back, you know, uh, I mean, I don't want to get heavy or anything, but I heard you mention a little while back that you were on metazapine, is it? I'm on um, citalopram and metazapine, yes. Have you, uh about 10 years ago, I got prescribed metazapine along with many other things. Yes. And out of the blue, I got sort of type 1 diabetes. Oh, yeah. oh we, And if we, you look up metazapine, yeah. it can affect your pancreas. Oh, Christ, don't say that. Well, um, it's, it's certainly affected my appetite, and I've put on a lot of weight, because I can't oh, stop yeah, eating. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, I put a lot on weight, and I, you, it makes you very sleepy. Makes you, well, This is what it's for, it's to help me sleep. So I take, I have the citalopram in the morning, and I have the metazapine in the evening when I'm going home, so it knocks me out. But then yeah. it does leave me feeling very lethargic for the whole yeah, day. Good, yeah. I'm eating a lot, because I'm always... Well, I'm not always hungry, but I don't know when I'm full. And I'm eating a lot of sweet things. And it does... I've read somewhere that it changes the way sugar is absorbed by your body as well. Yeah, well, this is... You see, I had a... My doctors were pretty crap at the time, and every time I went round with so-called depression, they looked at a book and just kept prescribing different tablets. Yeah. I am seeing... I'm seeing... Okay, here we go. I'm seeing a private psychiatrist, guys. Yeah, yeah. And he's... he's, um, he's, um, shed hot, shall we say? He's you know he's the he's the one of the best in the country. So I'm completely trusting his. I mean, it's 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 got, got rid of the anxiety, and I'm being more productive. Um, but I'm I'm seeing him in a couple of weeks, and we're going to have a little chat about yeah, how but, things are going. I mean, the reason I wanted to mention it is get it's hard to check, really. I mean, a normal person blood sugar would be six. Oh, uh, if you got them checked and they were higher than six, potentially, yeah. You know, and if you've got ketones in your blood or whatever, I'd probably just get a check now and again if you're on metazapine. Okay, I will do. Thank you, I never got checked, and out of nowhere, I'm not overweight, I've never had type 2, there's no history in my family. At the end of my depression after a year, I'd got type 1 diabetes. And how are you doing, apart from the diabetes, how are you doing in your head and your soul? You know what? I used to listen to you on LBC and other places. I I won't strangle you on LBC... I said I was 1080p, man, because you were going to buy a new TV. Oh, <laughs> you helped with that. I've still, still got that TV. I've still got that TV, Steve, so thank you for your advice. Yeah, you got a sharp aqua, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, 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 I've still got it. It's... Yeah, yeah, well, they, they held up well. Then I'd have got no confidence, and I plucked up the carriage to ring you up, because I couldn't sleep through the day, and I used to listen to you on LBC religiously. And it got me through, sort wow. of, you know, six months of whatever. And I eventually got back. I mean, I've been back at work, like, nearly ten years now. I've yeah. like a year and a half off. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, it's yeah, hard I'm work though, and it's, right, I'm, I'm up cool. and down, up and down, but generally down at the moment. I really, I didn't enjoy doing the show last night. I don't really want to be here tonight. And I could see, um, I'm really lucky, right? And I've got a pampered job in that I get paid quite well for basically working three hours a day. That's an oversimplification. There's a bit more to it than that, but that's very well, basically it. If I would, but if I was to be doing like a proper, a proper nine to five job, if such a thing exists anymore, I wouldn't be able to, I would not be able to do it. I would not be able to go into a shop and stack shelves or go into an office and sit at a computer and do that. I couldn't do it. And I can see how people, um, how be, you know, like having proper depression. Depression, proper. I take that word out. How having depression can uh, can ruin people's lives, you know, and their careers and stuff. Because I don't want to come in tonight. I don't want to. 
but I'm lucky because I've got, I'm working with my mates. I've got three hour shift and that's kind of it. If I had a proper job, I wouldn't be able to do it. I would not be able to do it. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I, I work in a call center and I've been there 20 years. And apparently when you're in a call center, you've got 18 months and you burn out. But I've been there 20 years and I go, I just go in autopilot, switch off and yeah. just get through the day. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, but like you, you seem to have a lack of confidence sometimes. Oh, but you've yeah, got, totally. You've got the history of being clever on TV, clever on the radio. Well, I mean, there's nobody at the moment. I mean, Nick Abbott, if I can mention Nick. Yeah, of course. I used to listen to him Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Now I just listen to him on a Saturday. Well, Steve, listen So up. you get Friday, he gets Saturday. You're very kind. Steve, I'm going to move on. Thank you very much indeed. You're very, very kind, because Nick is one of my heroes. Have a listen to this. This is Half Man, Half Biscuit. This is stunning. Chatteris without you in it. It sounds like a joke, but it's a heartfelt plea. The gun crimes lower. The town hall band CD it's a grower. You never hear a folk getting knocked on the bunch. Although there was a drive-by shouting once. But there's a brass band everywhere. And I don't drive, so I don't care. And as a nightingale sang in Barclay Square. What's chatteris if you're not there? There was a drive-by shouting once. What a line. What a line. I've just refound my new favourite band. Like a gamebird reserve, short on pheasants, weavers, cottages devoid of tenants, a market town that lacks quintessence. That's chatterers without your presence. Three good butchers, two fine chandlers, an indoor pool and a first-class cake shop. Ofsted plaudits, envy of the fans, prick barriers and There was a drive-by shouting once. Oh, flipping heck. And the album titles are brilliant. The one we had at school was um, back in the DSSS. Uh, that's from the album Actong Bono. <laughs> oh, man. Bruce Morsey. Morsey, stay there. Hannah's on the line. Evening, Hannah. Evening. How you doing? You are right? I'm all right. That was a nice call from Steve, wasn't it? It was, a nice, it was a nice call from Steve, wasn't it? Yeah. I totally get what you're saying about how depression can affect your soul, though. I really get that. Oh, it's it's a. I think it's a spiritual malady. That's what it is. It's it's yeah. a lack of something. It's a lack of something for me, anyway. Hey, man, you know who am I? Who am I to speak for? Why why should I speak for? I know nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, got for us, hey, Hannah. I bought the Monkeys album today. Hey, the new album is brilliant, isn't it? Oh, I love it. Yeah. I like. Um, you've been me the summertime. Yeah, like Andy, Andy Partridge. I like the, the the first song, "Good Times," where he's doing a duet with Harry Nilsson. 
Yeah. It's great, man. It's such, who'd have thought? Number 13 in the UK charts. Number th- Who'd have thought 2016, one of the best albums of the year, would be by a joke pretend band? Uh, who'd have thought it? I'd have thought it because I always knew they had it in them because I've defended the monkeys. I've, I've taken years of teasing and mocking uh, because I like the monkeys and now they've come up trumps, ladies and gentlemen. Absolute trumps. Well done, guys. Good times. And I was never a massive monkeys fan, but I've really started to like them now. Yeah, they're good, man. They're good. They know they know their onions. Yeah, they know their onions. Well, Hannah, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah. What are the topics for tonight? Have we actually started the show now? Yeah. Um, no. T- no topics. No topics. No topics. No topics. Really. You had a good day today, then, with the radio. With the, with the kids, it was kids. it was brilliant. A really brilliant hour. I was worried we'd we'd struggle to fill an hour, and we had to kind of cut it short because break time's coming up. And we're like, all right, fine. We had a great time. I let oh, that was it. I let them play with my soundboard, right? Which is my which is my little box of tricks that's got all of this on it. Ooh, it's got all that stuff, and um, I I made a box that was safe for young ears. Yeah, and um, I let them come up, and so they spent like five minutes going. That's old news. We played we was we were playing soundboard for ten minutes. They loved it. Absolutely loved it. Let's just say let's just say Paul Ross and um um Ian Dale and your uh, John Gordon no not John Gordon, people on the radio. Uh, me you better watch out, because we've just inspired not the next generation, but the generation after that of radio presenters. That's really good. Thank you, Hannah. It was it was good. Um, Bruce, you're next. Good evening, Bruce. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Bruce. Ah, oh, how you doing, sir? Ah, uh, you know, I'm d- we're, 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 we're getting by. We're getting by. Birthday Eve. Oh, yeah. I'm not a fan of birthdays. Let's move on. Okay. Well done. Well, well, well picked up on that that uh, that audio c- clue there. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Um, There's two things. First of all, a very short one. Um, I wanted to tell you, going on from last night, I actually went to Crinkly Bottom Theme Park. Now, if you can call it that. Yeah. Yes. What was that? Was supposedly rubbish, wasn't it? It was terrible. Yeah. What, yeah. what was yeah. actually there? There was a uh, there was Mr. Blobby's house. Oh, and there was a tent where uh, they did some singing and you could meet Mr. Blobby. And then you could get in a jeep and they took you around the forest. And that was about it. Oh. And they charged you for the privilege. I, um, I was, um, watching, where was I? Trying to, I was watching TV the other day. No, no, that was it. We were at the cinema. To see Angry Birds, I think. And there was an advert. You know, name name all the theme parks in England. Go. Uh, Alton Towers, uh, Chinsel World of Adventures, Thought Park, uh, Flamingo Land, Gulliver's Land. And that's that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. And there was one came up, and it was called like I don't know what the name was. Um, like the the the, the John the John Perks family theme park. And I'm thinking, what? It was it was something like that, the John Perks family theme park, and they had roller coasters and rides and stuff. And I'm thinking that can't be real. I've never heard of this place. How can a family just have a theme park? 
Was it in John's back garden, by any chance? I will. I, I, I do wonder. I do wonder. I, I, I thought, well, because no, who's going to go to that? You go, on Legoland. Go to Legoland. Thought yeah, Park, yeah. Alton Towers, Chesterton's World Adventures, Gulliver's. If you, you know. But uh, the, the John, I, I'm getting the name slightly wrong here. I don't know. It was, but it was something like the John Perks family theme park. Come to the John Perks family theme park, where dreams really can come true. Doesn't mean anything to me. Well, Ian, there was something I, I wanted to talk about. I don't think it's necessarily topic worthy. But oh, someone's just sent me. I... Sorry, someone's just sent me another title of a uh, 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 half man, half biscuit album. This is genius. Trouble well, over bridge. Trouble over Bridgewater. Oh, that is brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> that is I always, brilliant. I always remember because my my old man was into half man, half biscuit. Yeah, and um, his favourite. I think it was a track, not an album. Was all I want for Christmas was a Jupiter Prague away kit. <laughs> oh man! Well, I'm I going. Mean, I'm where going they come on from? Amazon. Half man, half biscuit. I'm going on Amazon. The, the, the kids' inheritance is getting frittered away on low quality <laughs> post punk uh, CDs. And boy, oh boy, oh boy! I'm glad to spend that money. Um, Same stocks. Um, but I, I had a good experience today, and I wanted to kind of uh, share it. I wanted to see if maybe we could bring a bit of positivity back into a sometimes depressing world. Yeah, please do, man. Okay, so um, I was going shopping, and I was going to a supermarket, and as I did, there was a, a youngish guy outside the shop, um, sleeping rough, I had a dog with him, yeah. and I felt quite bad, but I, I don't like giving money to, to people begging, because yeah. I'm never sure where it ends up. And I went in there, and I bought him some cheese and onion pasties, because I wasn't sure if he was a vegetarian or not, and I bought the dog some dog food, and I bought him some yeah. water, yeah. and just gave it to him in a bag as I left the shop and said, here you go. And uh, the, the joy in his face from getting that was just was just so uh, heartwarming to me. I just did it because I wanted to do something nice. I didn't want anything in well, return. You're a, ni- you're a nice guy, Bruce. You're a nice guy, and you've done a nice thing. Now, could you go and buy me a Greg's, please? At this time of the week? Yeah, I could murder a Greg's right now. Yeah, but where'd you get a 24-hour Greg's? Uh, other than Newcastle, obviously. Well, that's a good question. Bruce, I've got to move on, because we're, we're coming to... Uh, Morsey, stay there. We'll come to you, um, we'll come to you after the news. Be, 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 be patient, my, my sweet prince. Be patient. Or princess, I don't know. Um, this is what we need, a 24-hour drive-through Greg's on the way in between my house and talk radio. That's what we need. That would be the dream scenario guys for lunch today i had a mcdonald's that clown's a genius he's insane um you've got to be careful ever heard of a group called the insane clown posse wow i don't think we can play any of their music the insane clown posse they were a very bizarre uh, um i think they were like sort of rock rap quite sweary for years and years and years and then they came out as born again christians but they pretended they'd always been born again christians it's a very weird saga talk radio morsi stay there we'll come to you next i promise if you want to give us a call we haven't got any other calls lined up so now is an excellent time oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand sorry it's not like uh, uh, other phone-in shows i'm not going to sit here and just give you loads of things to talk about you're going to have to do some work yourself this is talk radio this is the news Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, hang on a minute. I forgot to plug the lead back in. I was checking the the song didn't have swears in, and um, here we go. This is beautiful. 
play. Mm, bloody thing. They've got the whole world in their house. They've got the whole wide world in their house. They've got the whole world in their house to see the new conservatory. They go ten pin bowling after work. They go ten pin bowling after work. They go ten pin bowling after work. They're getting married on a Caribbean beach. They've got a German shepherd, dog called Prince. They've got a German shepherd, dog called Prince. They've got a German shepherd, dog called Prince. The one called Sheba died. They know where things are in B and Q. They know where things are in B and Q. They know where things are in B and Q. And they've got the joy of sex video. If I were a linesman, I would execute defenders who applauded my offsides. They were due on the crystal maze, yeah, they were due to go on the crystal maze, yeah, they were due on the crystal maze, but they got mugged in Florida. They went up in a Hot air balloon, they declared their love in a hot air balloon Yeah, they drank champagne in a hot air balloon And had a row on New Year's Eve They've got... And that was the end of that. I don't quite know what happened there. I was getting to the end of that and I was enjoying that. Where's the end gone? Where's the end gone? This blooming computer. Hang on a minute. Let's just, let's get to the end because I want to hear the end. Yeah. A hot air balloon, they declared their love in a hot air balloon. Yeah, they drank champagne in a hot air balloon and had a row on New Year's Eve. They've got nothing but total respect for. They've got nothing but total respect for. They've got nothing but total respect for Annie Lennox. And if I'd have known they were coming, I'd have slashed me wrists. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, dear. 0844-499-1000. Morsi's on the line. Good evening, Morsi. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. Hello. Uh, uh, it's, I'm phoning from the John Pates family theme park. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't know what it's called. It was something like that. I'd never heard of it. Uh, well, I've got a, a little-known fact for you about a lollipop person sign, Ian. Oh, you got... Yes, go on. Yes, it's black lettering on a luminous yellow background, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it says stop. Yes. Then there's a thick black line. Yes. Then these are the, the word children, or a silhouette of two children. Yes. What is the thick black line for, Ian? Come on, you know I know... You know I know the answer to this, don't you? Do you? Yes. Okay. I thought no one knew this. I this know. This is my only fact in the world, well, I know. Do you want me to tell you, or do you want to tell me, and I pretend I didn't know that? You tell me. Well, as every good lollipop person should have in their pocket, should be a piece of chalk. Yes. So, if they see a car driving recklessly disobeying the order to stop 
or just being naughty in general, they take the chalk from the pocket, they yes. write down the licence plate number, as we call it in this country, the number plate, on that black line. Thank you, Ian. That's been half an hour wasted on the phone. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I get, I get, I bore people, but I thought you'd saying that as a wind up because I say that so often on the air. I don't think I've said it on talk. And you, he has, dear listener, he has been on the phone for 28 minutes exactly now. Um, um, how do we get around this? Thing is though, Morsey. You ever you ever seen you ever seen one of those lollipop sticks with a number plate written on it? No, no. I haven't, Ian. So uh, there must be good drivers near me. I don't know about you. Well, they're either good drivers or they're bad lollipop people. Oh, yeah, that's there's the another thing. phone in. Here's the thing, right? And um, I saw a lollipop lady today, right? Yeah, we don't need them. <laughs> Why? We don't need them. In this country. I want to send them all back to whatever country it was they came from. The Isle of Lolly. <laughs> we send them to the Isle of Lolly. <laughs> well, maybe. Because yeah. we don't... The thing is, right, Morsi, this is genuinely a beef with me, right? You will quite often see a lollipop person by a zebra crossing or by a pelican crossing... Fair point, fair point, yes. And all they're doing is pushing the button. Well, they've got the stick as well. The, the chalkboard, remember. I, well, <laughs> I don't like the arrogance of the lollipop people. <laughs> I think they're a very arrogant breed of people. Very arrogant race. Uh, uh, elderly as well. Quite often elderly. They get paid a stipend. Yeah. Do you know what a stipend is? Nope. <laughs> it's, I'm happy to educate. I am a teacher. Um, a stipend is a small amount of money. So it's, it's, kind, yep. of, it's kind of like pin money, you, you could call it a stipend. It's a good word. Michael Stipend, of course, was the lead singer of REM. But a stipend is a small amount of money. And I just think, hey, I tell you what, I had, um, I got involved in a, a potentially fatal road rage incident this evening on the way to work in the, in the heart of London. A, a potentially fatal road rage incident, Morsi. Did you have a chalkboard and a piece of chalk? There was no chalk invo involved. There was nearly blood and um, organ damage and hospital. Oh, no. Well, I say nearly. I mean, there was actually no violence. But what was happening, right? As I was driving along a dual carriageway in, in London, and I had to move into the right-hand lane to overtake a parked car, and there was a scooter, like a learner, going really, really fast, right? Really yeah. too fast, speeding, because I was just below the speed limit, he was speeding. And he went to undertake me, as I indicated, left to pull back into the lane I'd come from. I indicated to overtake that, to pass the parked car, indicate, and he tried to undertake me, going at great speed, and he got angry, because I, 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 um, I wasn't going to hit him, wasn't going to hit anywhere near hitting him at all, but he had to slow, slow down a bit, right? He could have sped up if he wanted to, but he slowed down. Yeah. Oh, no, that was it. He sped up. He sped up so he could get past me as I t pulled back in, right? I thought he was yeah. going to hang behind me, and he sped up. So I beeped him, right? And he yeah. looked. He turned around, and he looked at me with the same eyes 
that Paul Hollywood has, and by that I mean the eyes of a potential killer, right? Proper, he looked at me and I thought, oh, this is it. I felt chills, right? So to calm the situation down, Morsi, what I did was I made the coffee bean sign at him. <laughs> just to calm the situation down a bit, right? And he slowed down and he pulled up beside my car and I went, we're, we're driving, we're moving along. And I wound down the window and he went, you want to effing indicate, you, you PR1CK. And I went, I did effing indicate, you don't want to undertake, you knob. Right. So we're kind of dealing with it in a very mature way, okay? Right. Yes, yes, yes. And he gave me the look as if to say, I could kill you if I could be bothered, but I'm not bothered. And he sped off, right? So yeah. what I did then was I beat my horn, so he turned around to look at me, and I gave him the good old American bird, the middle finger. Right? I gave him the middle That's finger. Brilliant. Thank That's you. The one. So then he slowed back down to pull up beside me, and he's got his helmet on, so he's talking like that, I can't really hear what you're saying, right? But I could make out, he said, and he, he was very polite about it, he said, I've got, wait, I've got, like, I've got a good mind to get off this scooter. And write your registration down on a chalkboard. No! <laughs> <laughs> We've never spoken before, have we, Morsi? No, 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 first time call. Oh, it's a, it's a cracking call, mate, it's a cracking call. You must call again, mate, I'm enjoying this. He said, I've got, I've got a good mind to get off this scooter and punch you in the face violence threat of violence and then, oh. then i'll be honest more see I, I, I crumbled a bit i panicked and i couldn't think of a good comeback and i said well you would say that because you're an idiot <laughs> it's, it's not a brilliant comeback he's threatened to punch me in the face and i've said well you would say that because you're an idiot and he, then he went but i'm gonna let you off today right and so he drove off right and then we're coming to a fork in the road and i'm going left He's going right. And so now I'm feeling like, um, Billy Big Balls, right? Did he fork off? Fork off. I got it. I got it. Thank you very much. Yes, he was about to. He was about to. And just as he was about to fork off, right, I... I bibbed the horn again, and I went back to the classic coffee beans, right? Yeah. And then I, then I, this is my masterstroke, right? This is my masterstroke, right? Because I knew he'd be furious. He was furious before. I knew this would be, this could be the turning point where it could turn into another, I could be, a, I could be another statistic, right? Could be the first road rage murder victim under new mayor of London, Sadiq Khan. <laughs> and it's almost worth being that victim just so that he, he has to go on and justify himself, right? But I, I wasn't, because yeah. I had my masterstroke. I had my phone next to me, right? Yeah. And I could see he was getting, and he started to get off his, off his scooter, right? And all I did was, uh, very slowly, picked up my phone and pretended I was filming him. <laughs> and he, he, get, he just got on his scooter and rode off, and I went, bye-bye! Bye-bye! I put the phone down, because I'd stopped the car, put the phone down, started the car, and I drove off on my way, shaking like a baby. Tough times, Morsi. Tough times. That's London. That's London. This is where these things actually happen. Uh, that, that's why I don't go down there again. That's why I don't go down there, yeah, mate. Then, Morsi, listen, it's a great first call, mate. Make sure you call again, because that was stupendous. 0844 499 1000. Uh, 0844 499 1000. Um, he's just saying stuff. Yes, Andrew. Hello, Ian. Hey, Andrew. So, we missed the beginning of your uh, radio show, because I was watching a film. What film are you watching? 
the final countdown. Classic, classic yes. time travel, classic. <laughs> it is an absolute must-see for anybody interested in the time travel genre. It is a classic. 1980, was it? Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Can you believe it's that old? Sorry? Can you believe it's that old? I know. It's, it's a, explain the beautiful, simple, but effective plot to the listener yep. who's not seen it. Go on. <clears throat> it's, it's an aircraft carrier in the modern day, well, I don't know what day it was, but... Oh, 1980? Yeah. Yeah. And they go back, they, they go, and there's a storm. Yeah. And there's a bit of a, sort of a window sort of thing, and all of a sudden they go through it, everyone yeah. sort of goes, ooh. Yeah. And then they try and track where they are, yeah. and they send planes out, and then they send the, obviously the AWACS play out, and they look at Pearl Harbor, and it's back to how it was before yeah. Pearl Harbor was bombed. It was bombed in the war. And it's like, nah, that can't be right. Nah, must be a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. And they've got somebody on board saying, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> this is the beauty of these films, go yeah. on. Maybe, just, just maybe, we've travelled back in time. And how long did it take for them to go... Oh, yeah, all right, yeah, that's, pr- that's probably true, actually. Yeah, not long. Because <laughs> this is the thing I love about time travel films. There's always someone that goes, well, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I think we've gone back in time. And y- you, what you would do, right, if you were on a, a boat or an aeroplane, yeah. you would knock that person over the head, take them to the back of the ship, and tie yeah. them up. Yeah, knock right? them up, that's it. Yeah, not, and ignore them, right? But what they, everyone goes, hmm, yeah, I think, we, I think he's right, actually. I think we went back in time. Yeah. I wonder if anybody has ever... In real life, trying to do that to say, you know, there's a brilliant, there's a brilliant gag, right? Which I would, I would love to do. Is you, um, you kind of, uh, you crawl out of a bush in front of some people, yeah. and you go, what? Sorry, what date is it? And they go, well, it's it's the the eighth of June. You go, no, 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 what year? Oh, it's 2016. And you punch the sky and shout, it worked, <laughs> and run off down the street. Well, well yes, I'm going to do that tomorrow. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out into Epic Forest and pull out into the middle of the road. Yes, <laughs> do, do. it's a good old film, isn't it? And they have a decision to make whether they, yeah. um, they, they, they stop. They have the the, the um, military might yeah. to stop Pearl Harbor being bombed, and then they decide, no, we're gonna we're gonna stop that, and they go out to try and stop Pearl Harbor being bombed. Yeah, but guess what happens? Go on. The time tunnel starts again. Yeah. Yeah, they got to get back. Oh, they got to get back. They got to get back. Oh, but do, but do oh. they? But Andrew, yeah, do they all get back? Oh no, no, they don't. Who doesn't get back? There's two on the island with a dog. Yeah, and they come back, and they, the ship pulls in as they come back in the harbour. Yeah, back in nineteen, back in nineteen eighty. Yeah, now, yeah. The limousine pulls up. Yeah, and there's two old people in the boat in in, in, the, in the limousine with yeah. the, with a dog. Yeah, and uh, I think it's um. Isn't it Martin Sheen? Yeah, Martin Sheen, yeah. yeah. He looks inside, and it's the one of the uh, crew with the woman, one of the crew from the ship who was dumped on the island. Yeah. And he looks in, and he goes, oh. Flipping heck. There we go. You're old, isn't it? Yeah. Go, yeah, because you, you, you flipping left us back in the World War Two. You. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Martin Sheen. He goes, ah, never mind. Yeah. It's a good film. It's a gr- it's a classic. I remember seeing that as a kid. I think that's probably the first. No, the first time travel film I ever saw. Here's a here's a weird one. Go on. Produced by Michael Nesmith of the Monkeys. He has a cameo in it. Um, Time Rider. Have you seen Time Rider? Um, I'm not sure. 
He's brilliant, right? It's this bloke, and he's riding a motorbike in the desert, right? But what he doesn't know is that the government are conducting a time travel experiment in the desert where they've got, um, uh, they, they're sending a monkey back in time, right? And he rides past the uh, machine in the desert just as it goes back in time to the cowboy times. And he's got a motorbike in the cowboy times. And the, and the cowboys want it. The cowboys want it. Right? And there is a brilliant bit. There is a scene, right? It's such a good film. There is a scene where he's making love to this hot Mexican lady from cowboy times right and he's going oh 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 i should gotta tell you something what is it you have to tell me oh, i'm from the future oh make love to me and it's like that and she accepts it straight away that he's from the future beautiful beautiful it's a good check check out um time rider it's it's, it's basic but it's a classic a classic are you a fan of old sci-fi movies it depends I mean, old, old sci-fi movies, what? like... Go on. Them. Them? Yeah. What's them? It's giant ants. Oh, no. Um, the Day the Earth was still... I'm not talking about... I'm talking about the old... Black the original, Clark 2. Yeah. Cl- isn't Clark 2... Is Clark 2 the name of the fella? No, Clark 2 is the... Um, it's... Um, the robot, the planet, the spaceship. One yeah. of those. It's one of those guys. Claw two. Claw two is also. Here's the thing, right? Here's what I know about Claw two. Because Claw two. Well, is it the is it the robot? Um, oh, I can't. No, she has to go back. She has to go back to the robot and say, um, Clato Barana Nikto. Yeah, of course she does, right? Now, did you know that, that do you know? Right. Oh, this is gonna. Okay, let's let's blow everybody's mind, shall go we, d- ladies and gentlemen? Right. You know the song, Calling Occupants of Interplanetary Craft by the Carpenters? Yeah. The Carpenters didn't do it originally, right? It was originally done by a band called Klaatu, right? Who were named after that, and everybody thought they were the Beatles, right? It was about 1976, something like that. Right. And everybody thought they were the Beatles that got back together under a pseudonym, Right. Let me play a bit of this. This is flip. Listen to this. This is this is the original of calling occupants. It's flipping amazing. Takes a while to warm up, apparently. Don't remember this from my version. Hang on, let's skip forward a bit. There we go. In your mind, you have capacities, you know. Claw two. To telepath messages through the vast unknown. Please close your eyes and concentrate with every thought you think. Calling occupants of interplanetary craft. Calling occupants of interplanetary most extraordinary craft. I'm listening to Cloud 2 on the way home. 
just completely they just completely ripped it off. Completely ripped it off, didn't they? The same as the Carpenters version, isn't it, uh, yeah. uh, Andrew? Please. They did another song, right? I love Cartoon. <laughs> they only did, they, did, uh, they had one good album, right? The rest of it is a l- the rest of their output is a little bit pony. They did one that sounds like the best Beach Boys song that the Beach Boys never ever recorded. It's um, and I'm desperately trying to think what it's called. You're uh, sounding a bit happier tonight. Well, I'm, 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 cause I've, re- I've remembered. Were, but you're sounding a bit happier now. I've, cause I've remembered Clar 2, that's why. <laughs> Clar 2! Um, Clar 2 band. Hang on a minute, let me just find the, um, the song, cause it, it was absolutely superb. It's on, um, um, oh, what, what is the name? Oh, flipping heck. I'll find it during the break, Andrew. I'll find it during the break. Andrew, oh. nice calling. Thank you very much indeed. 0844 499 1000. Yes, Joe! Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. What you got for us, Joe? Um, how about a game of iPod roulette? Oh, baby, baby, baby. I don't know if I've got my iPod on me. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. I, I've been carrying it around the last few days, and no one has... Aha! Yes, sir! Come on, then. Yes, sir. We're going to unplug this. You know the rules, okay? I know the rules. We need We need a judge. We need, we need, a, we we need a judge. Are you on speakerphone, buddy? Oh, hang on, yeah, I'll just take Slipping off. Slipping it, man. That's getting off to a bad start. Yeah, apologies. Bear with me. Okay. It's <laughs> taking quite some time. Uh, uh, we need a judge for this, dear listener. 0844 499 You just need to have impeccable musical taste, and um, you have to uh, to be the judge of this. Let me explain the rules while we wait for the phone lines to light up. Uh, there will be three rounds. Joe and I will set our MP3 players, our iPods, whatever they may be, to shuffle. We then play the song that comes up. Uh, the winner of that round is the one that has the best song as deemed by the judge. 0844 499 1000 each of us has one pass one pass if a song comes up that we think ain't up to scratch then we are allowed to pass but once joe are you off cello <coughs> are you off speakerphone yes i believe so you believe okay. so That's, that sounds a whole lot better we're waiting yeah. for a judge to yeah. call in uh, uh, uh joe uh, yeah. so don't worry well while, while we're waiting oh wait four 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 nine nine one thousand we will call you back while we're waiting let's let's find out a little bit about joe the man the music fan what kind of yeah. genres do you like well i've got well I, I like i've got all sorts on the ipod as as one does but yes. uh, my my main focus is 60s Okay, uh, okay. 70s, okay, you know, yeah. rock and roll. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, as I say, it's diverse. It's, it's um, varied. There's all sorts on there. Would but, we find, uh, would we find, for example, reggae on there? Yeah, you'd find, I think there's one Bob Marley album. <laughs> I know you're not a reggae fan. <laughs> um, there's, there's some Scar on there. Oh. As well. Like a Trojan Scar yeah. um, compilation. Yeah. It's really good, actually. Yeah. Well, you say that. Um, you say that. Yeah, I do say that. You do it's say that. You, I know you say that. Yeah. You say that. You do say that. I'm saying it. I know you're saying it. I can hear you saying it. <laughs> I know you're not a fan. Which is fair enough. But what, what about, tell me about the monkeys. What's so good about the monkeys? Well, well, dude, dude, 
just come in, on. What, why are you coming? Explain what's, it. What's what's the aggression for, man? Because all I know about the monkeys was a TV show when I was which a was, kid, which was groundbreaking. Yeah, for its time, it was a groundbreaking it, TV show. Won two Emmys. It, yeah, it was all right. It was groundbreaking right. for its time. The thing is, when you watched it, when did you watch? How old are you, Joe? Forty-one. Oh, it's, well, okay. We're, we're we're a similar age. Although. Similar. Similar. Well, when you watched it in the eighties, we had pop videos, right? When that was made, you didn't have yeah. pop videos. They invented yeah, pop yeah, videos. Yeah. yeah, I know. But so it's groundbreaking. Uh, okay, fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I'll, I'll take it. Joe, take stay that. there. We've got we've got um, a, a, a judge coming up. We're gonna have a quick ad break, okay. and then we'll come back with um, with uh, iPod roulette. I'm being told an amazing thing by my sister. You can verify this, right? My sister. I, I don't believe a word she says. I never have done. Um, ever since she was part of the conspiracy where my mother told me my middle name was Gaylord. My sister knew <laughs> the truth. She was having that. She says, Id, yep. that in New Zealand, you're yep. the home of your birth. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry to bring it up if it was traumatic for you. Yeah, it's fine. That the lollipop people in New Zealand are the children. Yep. What the hell is going on over they, there, uh, They call it road patrol. Yeah. It's, uh, it's something you do at school. You yeah. man the crossing. There's always an adult there that's just watching I bet you did you. it, didn't you? I did. Yeah, bumlicks. Like. I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say bumlicks. He's got you there, Ed. I was going to yeah. say bumlicks. Is it bumlick kids that do it? Um, no. no it, it's is hot. it not mandated? Is it not like, because in, in Israel and in Greece, you have to do military service. You have to do national yeah. service. Is it the same kind of thing? No, it's like everyone, every kid has to be a lollipop lady for one term. No, but you did get a good perk at the end of the year if you did it oh. for a whole year. Do you, you get got... to keep the stick? Do you get a lollipop that's <laughs> actually that size? No, no, not not quite that good a reward. You no. got to go to Rainbow's End on a school day with what? with all the other Rainbow's Sorry, End. It's it's like New Zealand's version of Alton Towers, but we've only got one theme park and it's relatively small. Hey, really? You get to bunk off and go to to um, the the John Pertwee family uh, adventure <laughs> theme park yeah, thing? Yeah, exactly. Roller coaster. Well, yeah, one roller coaster Flip and a few it. other rides. Just uh, <laughs> well, there you go. Well, that's 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 great news. Congratulations, Thank my you. sister. I apologise for that. Uh, for the Joe. Yeah. Okay. Say hello to Patrick. Good evening, Patrick. Good evening. Good evening, Patrick. You want to, to be the judge? I am, yep. Tonight? Hi, well, Patrick. Well, Joe, where, where are you from in Cornwall, Joe? I'm in Devon. Oh, I'm in uh, St. Colin Major. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, I don't know where that is. Hang on a minute. Oh, I'm... it's near Newquay. Oh, okay, yeah, I know where that is. I'm okay. starting to um, <laughs> think that Patrick might be a bit of a ringer. <laughs> are you a <laughs> ringer, Patrick? Am I a ringer? Hang on a minute. Have you got a ringer? No, he's a Janna. What? A Janna. A Janna? Yeah, that's What's what the Cornish called Devonian. Don't start speaking your foreign language, otherwise we'll, we, we will cut off Cornwall and you can all go over there. Patrick, let's find out a little bit about yourself. Um, <laughs> you're 47 years old. <laughs> no, 38. Okay, well you've got an old voice. Do you smoke? No, I never oh. have done. Oh well, you should try it. It's a lot of fun. It's it, not. It, yeah, it does make you look big, hard, and clever, doesn't it? Does, it? it does, the thing yeah. about it, it does make you look cool, I think. But anyway, yeah. don't smoke kids. Right, so, um, what kind of music do you like, Patrick? Oh, well, I emailed you earlier about the Half Man, Half Biscuit. Oh! Club over Bridgewater. Oh, baby, baby, baby. We'll, yeah. we'll play with this guy. We're, we're going to have a calibration. We're going to for you. No, we're going to, oh, maybe. We're going to have a calibration. Oh, no, you're not going to believe this. My iPod's not charged up, and I don't think I've got oh. No, 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 don't worry. I, I, there's a way around. Aha! I got the lead. I got the lead. I've got the seat tray. Right, let me let me um I'm gonna plug it into my computer. Alright, we're we're really it's gonna take a while for it to boot up. So I'm, I'm bo- booting up now. No, this is don't, don't don't 
Joe, just, just, just calm down, man. There's a little real attitude coming from you. This I'm not, I'm just nervous. Oh, yeah, okay, I'm gonna say that. Tris, what have you called in for? Tris? Oh, hello. Oh, oh yeah, hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. What have you called in for, Tris? Well, I was, I was phoning up to be a judge as well. Oh, but, oh. Um, no, 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 no. Well, well, we could, all right. off the mark, no. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Hang on a minute. We've got, uh, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to try something that's never been done before in any of a uh, 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 round of iPod roulette, right? We're going to have two judges. Oh. Tris and Patrick. It's like the referee and the linesman in Good. football, I believe. I don't really know what I'm talking about. I'm waiting for this bloody... The reason I'm hit, talking hit, hit, to... Oh, God. There's, it's Tris. It's Tris, yeah. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. There we go. I'm waiting for my iPod to um, actually get some life in its lifeless soul. I've plugged it into my computer, so it'll charge, it'll charge up a little bit. Tris, tell us a little bit about you. You're 23. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with that. And what kind of music do you like listening to, Tris? Um, I'm more in line with you, probably. I think the best band in the world are The Who. Ooh, yes. Um, big Beatles fan, Bottom Stones fan yeah. as well. I don't know what you think about them. Uh, I, the Stone. Here's the thing. Uh, I've never really, I've never really dug the Stones. I like this. No, they I, had a song about four or five years ago, um, Doom and Gloom. I like that. I thought that was brilliant. Oh, you're going back about ten years with that. Was it really? Flipping yeah, a long time ago. Well, uh, the rest of it, I don't really, I don't really get. I don't know why my iPod is not, um, is not charging up, guys. Does anyone know anything about iPods? Uh, but yeah, it'll take about five minutes. You it have to plug it in and... charging, uh, it says charging, please wait. Um, yeah. what can we do in the meantime? Um, there should be something we could do in the meantime. You could play Irk the Purist by Half Man Half Biscuit, couldn't you? Well, I, 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 I we can't, no, we could. Hey, I went to look at the Half Man Half Biscuit CDs online. Yeah. They're quite expensive. Ah, uh, they are, yes. I, hang on a second. I'm gonna, let me take this call straight to air. Hang on. Don't uh, let me just take this call and see um, who this is. Yes, line one. You're on the wireless. Oh, hello. So straight to air. How yeah. come? Well, just because we're, we're literally filling time while my iPod charges up. There's a radio show oh. for you. So look, we'll hit, 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 hit. What have you got for us? Um, I've got this weird theory about time travel. Here we go. And we're, and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, here we go. I'll have this. So. You, you, I just, I don't know if, I just want to get this right in my head. You, do you believe in time travel, and you don't believe in ghosts, is that right? Well, n- no. <laughs> okay. I don't, well, I, I don't really, I, this, I, I do believe that time on. travel is theoretically possible. But I don't believe okay. in ghosts. So yeah, yeah, go on, I'll give you that, go on. Okay, so, so you're probably about the same as me then, because, uh, yeah, I don't believe in ghosts, but theoretically I kind of yeah. get this, this time travel thing could happen. Yeah. So, 20 odd years ago, when I was, like, still at school... Uh, stay there, Joe, stay there, Joe, I don't want you to, to run off and think... I'm and cl- I'm don't claim don't this worry. is... Patrick and Tris, stay there, guys, we're just... We're, look, honestly, I'm just waiting for my iPod to charge up. I don't know why you would think I'm getting a little bit nervous and I'm stalling for time. I'm not, Joe, all right? That's have actually, you got your iTunes on the computer? Yeah, I have, but I've got different songs on the iTunes on this computer. It's not oh. as a complete a collection, uh, not as well-rounded as the oh. uh, the iPod. So don't think you can get around. Aha, it's loading up. It's like, okay, we're almost there. The Apple has appeared on the screen. Yes, go on, Time Traveller. Okay, right, yeah, so 
Years ago, I was uh, staying over at my mate's house, and I was reading this weird book of his. He had this book, and it's kind of like weird things that people had seen. Yeah. And I was just kind of reading through it. I wasn't really even reading it properly. I was just kind of reading out odd sections that just kind of grabbed my interest. And I just suddenly linked all these weird things in my head together. Yeah, go on. But there was this, uh, there was this first story um, about uh, people in Gatwick around the airport area who saw these lights that were traveling across the sky. Yeah. And they seemed to be on the same kind of flight path as the plane that was coming in at the other direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently, according to this book, the pilot of this plane could also see this light traveling towards him. Yeah. And the people at the control tower at the airport could also see this light, but nothing was showing up on the radar. And it got to a point where the, the two lights basically just passed through each other, or the plane passed through the light, and it just kind of ended up being this weird, unexplained thing. Yeah. And there was another section in the book that was talking about ghosts and how people often claim to see ghosts and the kind of thing where they walk through walls, but this claims, and I've read this in a few other places, that yeah. uh, kind of ghost experts and all those people have this theory that ghosts can only be seen walking through walls where there used to be doors. Right. Have you ever heard that? No. No. Okay. Well, I've read it in a few places. Yeah. And it just kind of made me think that maybe, theoretically, if time travel had been ever, you know, possible in the future, yeah. if little green men came down to Earth yes. and they say took Eid from his little control room. If only. And they yeah. took him away, and they did whatever they wanted to do with... Probe, probed him anally. And then they... They would, well, a, they oh, would yeah, anally, 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 anally probe him, and film it, and upload it to YouTube, yeah. And then they bring him back, yeah. a little bit of time later. Okay. And they drop him back in his control room. Okay. Then Eid would physically be in his control room, but the light and the sound of Eid has still got to catch up with him. Which means he's kind of there, but you can't see him. And you can't hear him, and he can move stuff around, which you can see moving around, because he's physically there moving it around, but you just can't see him, which kind of explains poltergeists and stuff like that. Does that make sense? Well, I, don't I, I don't know why you're so keen on, um, Id having his anus probed by an alien, either in the well, past or the future. I don't know, I mean... That was a weird twist maybe, to it. Maybe Little Green Man just have a push on for, you know, Kiwis and stuff. It's yeah. possible. Thank you very much for that. Joe, Patrick, Tris, Time Traveller, thank you. OK, so let's... The stalling is over. Joe. Yes. We're going to have a practice round. Okay. Um, so, Patrick, Tris, this is just to make sure that you have been calibrated. No problem. Joe, do you want to go first or second? Uh, <laughs> I'll go first. OK. I wish this was a real round, because I would destroy you. Away you yeah. go. Go. Okay, hang on. How, by the way, how many songs you got on there? Oh, hang on. Uh, 2,637. <laughs> okay. Yeah, not as many as you, okay. obviously. But, okay. Hold on. It's, it's one of my wife's. It's Ministry of Sound. Ladies and gentlemen, already, in the practice round, it's Can't one of my wife's. What is it? Dr. Rocket. Flip it. <laughs> we don't need to hear it, because this is, what, this is what you're up against, and I'm gutted this is a practice round. Listen to this, guys. Can you hear it, then? Yeah, don't worry, we got it. This is mine. Turn it off. Turn that rubbish off. Okay, go on. Whack this up, because this is quite low, Ed. Oh, it's, uh... It's Coconut by Harry Nilsson. Patrick Triss, what would have won there? His wife's song or, or Coconut by <laughs> Harry Nilsson? 
Oh, Nilsson, easy. Yeah, there's no contest. Ladies and gentlemen, it was only a practice, and that was my my bad. Right, Joe, we're in the game. You've got one pass. I'm going to let you go first, boss. What you got? Right, let's have a look. Hold on. Which means hold on. It sounds like you could be cheating. <laughs> no, I'm not cheating. I'm just going to get back on shuffle songs. Hang on, no, I won't cheat. All right, where are you? Taking a long time just to just to press the next button on your on your MP3 player. Almost as if something rubbish has another one of no, your no, wives no, has no. come up and you're skipping shuffle it. Shuffle songs, shuffle songs. Ready, go. Oh God, it's a pass. Well, well, tell us what it was. Oh, it's another bloody. Uh, Wife's compilation. What, what was it called? What was the song? Come on. It's called Everything. Yeah. Uh, Hold on. Oh, no. Sorry, my iPod is. It's it's a it's on a compilation called Digital and Rare. Well, you part that you've used your past in round one, but uh, how yeah, pathetic! How pathetic! I'm, I'm, I'm just banking on my, uh, you know, the yeah. rest of my songs. Yeah. Well, let's let's hope. So, go on then. What's the song you've got go. then, Joe? Next one. Let's go. Unbelievable. Here we go, here we go. Here we go. Get this out. Yeah. We finish at one o'clock tonight, just so... Well, it's When the Levy Breaks by Led Zeppelin, but it's not... It's not... Are you uh, sure you've got an MP3 player? <laughs> it's not just wishful thing. You're not some fantasist <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a hospital for the criminally insane. <laughs> When oh, Alright, it's when the levy breaks. Very levy breaks. By Led Zeppelin. Alright, well, let's mine. I hit shuffle. This is what we've got. Oh, hang on a minute. Uh, turn the vo- hang on. Volume. Where's my volume thing? Here it is. Bum, 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 bum. Ladies and gentlemen, it's only Please Let Me Wonder by the Beach Boys. Please let... It's a good, it's a good hand. I'll be honest, I'm being fair now. When the levee breaks by Led Zeppelin versus Please Let Me Wonder by the Beach Boys. We go to our first judge, Patrick. Ian, do you know what? When uh, Joe had in the levee breaks turn up, I thought that was going to be a clear winner. Yep. But that's... Uh, please let me wonder. That's from B side of the side B of um, Beach Boys today. Am that, I right? That's correct. Yep, yep, yep. And it, it, I mean, to be honest with you, that is. Um, uh, I, I've got. I've got to say, I'm a big Zeppelin fan. But but uh, it's the Beach Boys track. I think. That's, pa- that's Patrick. Oh, Hang on. Let's go to on. let's go to the linesman. Tris, are you are you in a, in, in accordance? Yeah, I'm in accordance. For me, no. Led Zeppelin are always going to lose. Always going to lose. Okay, Tris, you're going to be the first. Tris, you're going to be the first judge that we come to on the next one. Um, unfortunately, Joe, that's round one. It's one nil to me, and you've Shocking. used up your pass. Isn't that Shocking. terrible, huh? Right. Terrible. I'm going to um, shuffle. Oh boy, oh boy, we're getting the we're getting the harmonies tonight. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, hopelessly hoping her harlequin hovers nearby and waiting words. It's helplessly hoping by Crosby, Stills, and indeed Nash. Don't say anything yet, judges. I'm playing that. What's yours, Joe? 
and you've used up your shuffle, your, uh, pass. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Oh, God. Here we go. Here we go. Is this on cassette? Are you playing cassette? I'm sorry, it's, 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 a, it's on a little iPod player. It doesn't seem to be working very well. Be on, on oh, my my bear with me, bear with me. Well, we can't, well, okay, but it, I'll be honest, this is, you know, it's, it's kind of... It's not uh, good radio. Before, no, no, no. Well, no, neither is the show. Don't worry about that. That's never an issue. Uh, before, the, before the show started, I started watching uh, a documentary about an American wrestler called Snake the Jake, right? Who apparently was a very big star in the 80s, and then he became an alcoholic and a drug addict, and now he's a... Oh, uh, there we go. Sorry. What was that? Right, this is... It's called Want Me Cock by Leon Silvers and Owen. It's on that Trojan scar Hang on one second. Catherine, have you heard of the song... Catherine, have you heard of the song that Joe's playing? Just tell us the title of the song again, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) It's called Want Me Cock. Have you heard of this song, Want Me Cock? It's not what I'm familiar with. Is it by Farmer Joe? Want me cock? Okay. Uh, who's who sings? What? It sounds Jamaican. Is it some sort of folk song? Who wants? Who wants me cock? No. It sounds like Laurel and Hardy music. <laughs> well, that's another famous. The lady wants your cock, Ali. <laughs> Stanley. I don't want to give her my cock. I don't want to give her my cock. Give me my cock. You don't have to give it to her permanently. It's just a loan. And then you have to go. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> okay, uh, um, Tris, you're the first judge on this one to come in. It's, um, uh, I come in, my, my, helplessly hoping my crossbow and ash versus, uh, Want Me Cock by, um, a reggae artist. Well, <laughs> I thought crossbow Seals and ash were gonna lose when I heard that, but then I heard Want Me Cock. And, uh, <laughs> I got, yeah. I, I, uh, Patrick, your thoughts, uh, uh, please. Uh, come on, Patrick Stills and Nash. <laughs> oh. It's a whitewash. I'd have given it to Want Me Cock if I'm honest. Yeah. Round yeah. three. Why not have round three? Just just for fun now, Joe, because I've humiliated you. What, what's your third song? All right. Let's have a look. <sighs> oh, it's, uh, Gorillas. Yeah? November on. has come. Okay. Well, this is, uh, this is mine. <laughs> you know, life is funny when you look at it. Everybody wants love, but everybody's afraid of love. You know, I'm a true believer that if you get anything out of life... It's the late, great Bobby Womack, and that's the way I, way I feel about ya, versus the Gorillaz. Uh, Patrick, you'd have been first judge. Who, who, who wins that round? Well, um, once again, I'm, I'm afraid, Joe, there's, there's really no contest, uh, as far as I'm concerned. It's uh, Ian's... Won that round again. I'm sorry. Oh, Trace? No, we're split on decisions here. I'd, I'd go Not for even a consolation no. goal. All right. Well, it's it's. Uh, I, I beat you um, by it's 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 three to a half a point. It's two and a half to a half a point. Um, I'm afraid. You destroyed Joe. me. Uh, although I'll, I'll be honest, it was a tough one. I really thought Want Me Cock <laughs> was was yeah, going to beat me off. It was the best title <laughs> of the song, surely. 
<laughs> Joe, you're a good sport. Patrick and Tris, you are um, excellent uh, judges of music. Thank you very much indeed. We won't we, we, we won't play it again tonight. But I I, I I meant to thank you, Joe, for calling in for that because I keep meaning to mention. I'm, so, I'm sorry, that's not what we got. Made me laugh. I keep meaning to mention, if you want to phone in for a game of iPod roulette one night, you're more than welcome to. Um, that's kind of an open invitation that you, that, that that's always there. And I, I, the last few nights I've been meaning to mention actually that people are allowed to do that. We'll only do it once a night. Um, but yeah, yeah, that, that is always an option. If you, you, you're feeling cocky or high or drunk or whatever, man, and you want to have a little, um, battle, <laughs> then you can, then you can do that. Okay. Um, what have we got? Five minutes till um, the top of the top of the hour. That's a radio phrase, isn't it? I try not to. Sorry, I'm a bit windy. I try not to um, say ra- to speak in radio speak. And top of the hour is is radio speak. I don't do time checks either. I don't tell you the time because I'm guessing it, time checks. I always find weird on the radio because I've got a watch. I've got two clocks in my car and i've got my phone so i always know what the time is so i feel it always strikes me as weird when the, the, the presenter will tell you what the time is why why are you doing that if you want to give us a call um you can do what there's a thing i did want to do yesterday actually and i forgot to and we can maybe do it tonight or we can do it tomorrow because we kind of change we mix things up after midnight oh wait four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, um, is I was oh, annoying voices. Now, of course, which which wag is going to text or tweet? Uh, your voice annoys me, Ian. Your voice annoys me. Um, I was listening to a woman. It was a uh, she was a politician. I think she was a Labour MP, and uh, it was in like a Brexit debate. And I just, I couldn't listen to the points she was making simply because of her voice. I didn't like her voice. Now, she may have been making strong, wonderful, in fact, I don't even know if she's a a, a Leave or a a, a Brexiter or a, a Remain. I don't know. Because I found her voice so annoying and so irritating that um i just instantly took a dislike to this woman uh, so you can give us a call on that if you want i know you guys tend you're not really digging me giving out topics as such and i'm not really digging me giving out topics i know we did it a little bit last night with the um the noel edmonds things ed do you want to get that you want to get that uh, caller on um, but uh, the, the, the woman in question is, is Gisela Stewart. Gisela Stewart. Now there's a name. And there's something about her voice that's just so irritating and so annoying. I'm sure, I, I, I'm sure she's a delightful person. And boy, oh boy, I realise exactly how shallow it is of me to be making judgments on people on that i I know it i get it i totally get it right it's not quite as shallow as doing it on looks which is what you lot do i don't do that you lot do it i'm above and beyond that 
But, um, I just found her voice so irritating that any point that she was making, I did just, I, I couldn't even listen to it. And she reminds me of, um, there's a reporter, a reporter on the BBC who's got a very similar voice. And she's actually brilliant. She's a brilliant reporter. Ola Gurin, is that her name? Is that the woman? Um, she's a brilliant reporter, but just the tone of her voice, um, winds me up. Oh, wait, four, four. We haven't got time now, Ed. You talked to them for too long. Don't, <laughs> can we ask Ed not to chat to the people when they call in? Well, just, just, just quickly get their name and number and call it, because I've just filled for two minutes and now we haven't got time for the caller. So, do you know what I mean? Um, Mike, we'll come to you after the news, because we haven't really got time for you now. 0844 499 is the telephone number if you want to uh, give us a call. You're more than welcome. Uh, we'll, we'll speak to Mike, who's in Texas in the United States, after the news. Uh, uh, don't call him for a couple of minutes now, actually, um, now that I've, I've filled... Uh, because we will take calls straight to air. That's what we'll do after midnight. And uh, Kath can come in the studio and hang out. And we might talk a little bit more about um, how the day went. Educating the five and the six-year-olds. It's weird, man. The thing about primary schools, they're all different. But there's all something very... So- we, we went there just after school lunch. And didn't it... I don't know what is in... What is in school lunch that they all smell... Exactly the same. The school smelt like my primary school, smelt like my boy's primary school. They all smell exactly the same. And I don't know what it is that they're cooking in there. And there's a, there's a weird feeling in primary schools. If you don't, you know, if you're an adult and you haven't got kids of that age, you won't know what it's like to go in a primary school. It's weird, man. It's like tr- going back in time. Everything's tiny in there, as it would be, because it's full of uh, tiny people. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Michael in Texas, United States, say there. We'll be coming, uh, taking calls straight to air in a second. Talk Radio. Yes, there we go, dear listener. Um, don't call in just yet. Calls straight to air for the last hour of the show. Oh, nuts, I keep forgetting to bring in my headlamp. <laughs> Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
The Beach Boys never did. They were flipping loving it, weren't they? They were loving it! Cartoon. <laughs> People thought that was the Beatles. I love it. I love it. I love it. Mike is in Texas of all places. Evening, Michael! Hey, how's it going? <laughs> well, it's, it's about a seven-second delay, so this is going to be uh, a not particularly spontaneous conversation. What you got for us, Mike? Um, well, actually, the reason I was calling, I was watching y'all uh, on Periscope, trying to figure out what the hell y'all playing. <laughs> Have you, so you, what, how did you find us on Periscope, then? Um, I, I guess y'all are broadcasting from Periscope, and I I saw you, and I called you on 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 the telephone, and some some good old boys, you know, he he calls me back, and he says, "What's your number?" and he calls me back, yeah. he he puts me on the air. I mean, hell, I didn't realize, you know, being on Texas, all of a sudden you get put on the air. That, that, I guess I guess you know, being from Texas is VIP treatment. Well, no, <laughs> well, no, well, yes, you that if you like. in many ways it is, but also being in, uh, we we haven't got any other callers at the moment, Mike. That's why that's why you jump straight to the front of the queue. So you, you're listening, you are listening to us from Texas. I can see that because of, of the number on the screen. Um, why the hell are you watching us on Periscope? Um. Because it's six, 6 o'clock in the afternoon, I'm drinking beers, and there's nothing better to do in life. There is nothing better to do than sitting at Fort Worth, Texas, getting boozed up, and maybe maybe firing firing a gun, shooting a gun. Have you got a gun there that you could fire for us? No, no, I, I don't own a gun. I'm, oh, I'm not responsible enough to own a gun, what so kind therefore of I, I, I don't own a gun. Don't you, don't you believe in the, the uh, Fifth Amendment? That's not the Fifth Amendment. The Second Amendment? Don't you believe in the Bill of Rights? Oh, de- oh, oh, definitely. I, I definitely believe in guns. And, you know, when I lived up in, in North Fort Worth, uh, we'd shoot beavers and turtles. Oh, don't want to shoot uh, a beaver. In the lake all the time just because they were a menace. How can turtles be a menace? Um, because they eat your, they eat your, your, your fish in your pond. Yeah. Are we talking snapping turtles? No, no, just regular turtles. Oh. Just regular turtles. And, and the damn beavers, they, you know, they they, they eat all your trees and yeah, you know, in your landscape. Did you ever have turtle soup? You know, I, I never have, but my grandmother, yeah. when we lived in Louisville, Kentucky, um, you know, speaking of snapping turtles, they had a couple snapping turtles and they ate turtle soup and I was like, nope. Don't think so. Hey, man, what's going on there with uh, with with Trump and Clinton? 
What do you make of all that nonsense? <laughs> well, you know, I hate to say it, but I bet you 99% that Trump's going to be in the next president. I... Two years ago, I was 100% convinced that Clinton would be the next president. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, I was a hardcore Bush supporter, you know, second Bush supporter. Yeah. And he was such a, uh, um, a letdown. He was such a disappointment. And I think a lot of Americans, we believe that, you know, we don't want a dynasty. And with, you know, with, with Bush, we saw a dynasty, Bush one, Bush two. And the same thing was with Clinton. You know, the, the question is, is who's really in command? Is yeah. it going to be a Hillary or is it going to be Bill? And I think Americans are just tired of that crap. You know, we we need something different now. But is you know, Trump, Trump Trump isn't really that Trump isn't really that there. different though, is he? he Trump's the, the the same. He just shouts louder. Yeah, yeah. You know that. Well, what he does is he he's he's like a different politician. He doesn't tell you what the hell you want to hear. He tells you what he wants to tell you, and I think. That's the thing that makes him so unique. You know, it's it's like, um, you know, you know, uh, several years ago, you guys had the election of the prime minister, Gordon Brown. Was it Gordon Brown? Well, Gordon Brown was never voted uh, in, no. No, no. Who was the, the guy that called the woman the old cow? That was and Gordon Brown. Gordon Brown called her a racist, but he... A bigot. He, he a bigot, him. but he was, he was never voted in. He, he, he kind of took over from Tony Blair, and he, um, uh, he, the only yeah. election he faced, he lost. Exactly. Now, had he just stood up and said, the woman was a racist, I bet you he would have gotten more votes than him going, whining back to the woman, saying, oh, please forgive me, you know, uh, I'm not really a racist. You know, people like authenticity, and you can definitely see authenticity in Trump versus Hillary Clinton. Yeah, well, doesn't make him a great. Yeah, but do, do you really want a president that um, uh, that um, makes jokes about disabled people, is offensive to women, um, lies about how much money he's actually made? Because he ain't never gonna um, um, uh, uh, show everyone his how much tax he pays. Because do you know why? Because he's not a billionaire. That's a lie. He's not. He's got a lot of money, but he's not a billionaire. You're absolutely right. But you know that that's the one thing that sucks about America. I've got I've got two choices. You know, it's not like the UK where I've got five or six choices. The United States, we've got two choices. It's either a Republican or a Democrat, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Well, Mike, um, listen, uh, the future of the world rests in your hands and your vote. Please don't vote in a massive um, um, bellend. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please don't do it, Mike. I'm begging We're you. We're counting on you, Mike. I don't want a nuclear war. All right. I'll do my duty. Nice one, man. Hey, listen, thanks for calling in. I really appreciate it. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's not, the yank has not finished. I'm about to yank him off and he's not finished. The whole reason why I called. Have we got there yet? Explain to me. Yes, explain to me what is this show about? Well, the, the, and Mike, what's the game, Mike? There is, there is no, there is. The, the show is about nothing. Why does it? Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing I've discovered. I've done phoning radio for years and years and years on all, all these different stations, right? 
and the sh- the show was what's the show about the show the show's gonna be why has the show got to be about anything Well, I thought the show was about some kind of game show with no, songs. No. Because you guys were, you know, yelling all these songs and no. something about some cock and some woman and no, I, I don't know. No, no that, it, that was that was a little bit of the show, but that's not what the show's... Hey, listen to the next 45 minutes. There's only another 45 minutes, then we're done, right? Uh, this bit is going to be unlike any radio show you've ever heard anywhere. Because we're going to take calls straight to air. Stay there. I'll show you what I mean, right? I'm going to go, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, line one. You see, that's what the show's about now, Mike. All right. Sounds like a game plan. I'll listen to you for the next <laughs> 45 minutes per hour. Nice one, man. Thanks for, thanks for calling in. Uh, Maybe we'll speak again. Yeah, do me a favor. Keep keep broadcasting on Periscope. I'll catch out more often. Every night, Mike. Every night. It started off as a gimmick, and every night we're doing it. Monday till Friday, 10 till 1. Uh, on the periscope, the numbers have been a little bit low tonight and yesterday. Yesterday's because it was Big Brother, of course. Um, but um, let's see what we've got here. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. My name is Buster Rhymes. I'm here to bust some rhymes. Go on then. I've got Logan. What? What do you want to talk? What do you want me to bust? Well, some rhymes, obviously. That's what you said. Yeah. I'm out. I'm sorry. I gave up. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Don't judge me. In. I'm not. I'm a bad man. Well, you've not. You've not. You, you, you've not done any oh. rhymes. Not even a I'm limerick. I'm a poet. I'm a poet, but I can't fathom that. Oh. Deary, deary me. Line one. You're on the wireless. Is that half man half biscuit doing a, a, a doing a song that mentions talk radio? Flipping mm. egg. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, I'm calling from the gas board. Is that Mr. Ian Lee? Yes, it is. Hello, I've been reading your meter, and I have to say I'm quite concerned about the reading. Um, yeah, me too. Me three. Yeah. Um, hello, is that Catherine Boyle? Do you want to check, take your thing off, because you're really quiet. Are you, are you facing... Word. You point it up a bit, because it's pointing down. I don't know why they've turned it upside down, it's ridiculous. Go on. Is that better? Yeah, 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 put the thing back on, but you need to get close, because I can't you. Yes, d- yes, Mr Gasman. Uh-huh. Yes, and is, is that Catherine Boyle's with you? No. Catherine Boyle. Catherine Boyles, okay, thank you. I've taken notes. Um, I've, I've noticed that uh, there's a, a rather large rubber pipe leading out of your gas meter into uh, Ms. Boyles's car. Um, apparently, she is siphoning your gas. You now owe her £3 million. Okie dokie. Um, can 
we sort out a payment plan? I'm afraid such things are not available from the gas board, Mr. Leo. This is a very serious matter. Ah, what would you suggest, then? Well, I think you'd best pay me £3 million or buy a magic box. Oh, hello, it's me, it's Noel Edmund. Oh, no! <laughs> I don't believe it! Gotcha! I, know. I don't believe I'm it! I I'm don't believe master, it! Oh, you utter... I don't believe it! Oh, I thought it was the gas man! Because you said I it was know, the gas... You said it was the gas man, didn't you? Did You said that, didn't you? I I said I was the gas yeah, man. I was yeah. from the gas board. And I you thought you were me. I thought you were the gas man because you said it. I know, and then you stained your underwear, didn't you? Because you, you got that three million pound bill. Yeah, I did. I, I yeah. cut myself. I was thinking, which kid are we going to sell? Yeah, well, flipping egg. Been stealing your gas. She hasn't stolen your no! gas. It was just a bit of a joke. Flipping egg. Oh a, no! It was a, it was seriously, seriously, Noel. I could kill you. I could literally kill you for doing that, Noel. And if I ever see you around here again, I'm going to smash it my phone into your face. Pinky. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, <laughs> telephone number if you want to give us a call. Gosh, you're more than uh, welcome to. We used to love that as as kids. Noel's funny phone calls. But they would always do that thing, wouldn't they? There's going to be no remedy except for yeah. You giving us a wave into camera? You're on Noel's house party. Oh, I never like I never like Noel's house. You probably don't remember the phone calls. I never like the the house party no. thing. I used to do the phone calls. Let me find one. I'm what, a lot younger than you. What? Yeah, I used to I used to on on. Um, on the radio, it'll be when he's doing the breakfast show. Let me type in Noel's funny phone call. What was this on the radio? Yeah, this was on um, uh, Radio One when he was the breakfast host. Here we go. Um, prank calls. Here we go. Um, okay, here we go. Here we go. This is this is what one of them would have sounded like. This is a genuine. Okay, this, we thought this was hilarious. Back Hello. Then. Good morning. Could I speak to Charles Deans, please? Thank you. Uh, good morning. Uh, my name is Patterson. Um, I have been sent a letter by Magnus McFarlane on your behalf. Are you aware of uh, the existence of Mr. McFarlane? <laughs> I'm aware of him, yeah. You are? Mm -hmm. um, I'm president of the Stirlingshire Haggis Sporting Association, and he said that you would be interested, possibly, in taking part in one of our shoots. Yeah, I am. I am. I think we're all, we all are. Have you uh, done much uh, shooting? Afraid not. Uh... I mean, I haven't been in Scotland for very long, so I haven't had an opportunity to do... Oh, you mean shooting as in general shooting? Yes, uh, yes. No, I haven't, no. Uh, what sort of shooting? I mean, uh, obviously we, we can't have someone coming on, on one of our shoots who, who knows nothing about guns. Goes on, Frank. Uh, how much would not be You just say guns. Oh, well... Let's, let's, um, go, let's go to the end, right? So he's, he's talking about... Okay, I thought, oh, my God, this pompous... He's <laughs> reveal. Let's get yeah. to the reveal. Hang on. It's on March the 24th. We call it the Glorious 24th. Yeah, terrific. That'd be great. You, you'd be free then? I, uh, I think so, yeah. I don't <laughs> think I've got anything planned on that weekend. I, I'm sorry I didn't catch the name of the association. What was that? <laughs> Sounds like Id. <laughs> I'm not surprised you didn't. I don't believe this. Um, oh, God, I don't believe it either. I think, uh, I think you're that guy from the radio, aren't you? <laughs> you're not, not going to bloody put this on, are you? Because it's not on the radio at the moment. I think we're listening to your station. You, you can't, look, don't put this on. Why not? Oh, jeez. No, look, I'd be too embarrassed. <laughs> that, you, I you, thought you were having me on. I mean, you... Did you... Did you really think you, that there was... You, the thing is, if you've got cancer, it's your own fault for being negative. 
Vaughan, Is that a joke? Our, Vaughan, our listener, was on the front page of the, uh, the reason, I know why he's, he's made, he's set his account to private. I've had a little email exchange with uh-huh. Vaughan and Vaughan's fine. Good. Um, but, um, uh, he, he, here's the thing, right? <clears throat> um, no, I'm not going to say it cause you, you told me in confidence, but, anyway, right. but he, he's fine. He's fine. Good, but he was, he was, he was suggested that he, he close. He got doorstep though. Oh, doorstep by, by a reporter. Imagine he that. He's got cancer. Leave the, he's got cancer and his 20 year old cat died yesterday. Leave the bloke alone. Leave the flipping bloke alone for crying out loud. Ridiculous. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call. Oh, I'm tired now. Should we talk about the kids? Yeah, go on. Well, I went, we were a bit worried, weren't we, about going and seeing a load of five-year-olds? Because yep. we've been dealing with sort of um, 17 to 20-somethings, haven't we, at colleges and stuff, who've got generally an interest in radio. So yeah. five-year-olds it could be a tough gig. And we're a bit worried about it, but actually... I absolutely loved it this afternoon. It and was I keep good, thinking it? about them and smiling. They were such nice kids. They were they were excellent. Um they were excellent. They paid attention. They laughed at all my jokes. Yeah, they made up a few of their own. They did. They were a bit rude. A bit rude. It's a lot of uh, a lot, toilet of, bar- humor. lot of bum and poo. <laughs> my favourite though is when we did the, the phone in, what what was the, the um, worst Christmas present you ever got? And this kid came up and he was he was insane but brilliant. Um so what was the worst Christmas present you ever got? The moon. What? <laughs> The moon. Well, who gave you the moon? My dad. What was it? Like a toy moon? No, it was the, it was the moon. So he said, they gave you a moon, the moon for Christmas. He went, yeah. I said, that's a brilliant present. He went, no, I didn't want it. I didn't want it. I didn't want it. I would have the moon. It's I, fine. What's he going to do with the moon? Oh, uh, well, I, exactly. You want to, you want to hang on to that because that's, uh. Um, going to be worth something. There's, uh, there's a lot of money in the, the moon. But they were they were lovely kids. And they uh, were... Has anyone else who's been to the moon? Russia and has, has Russia landed on the moon? No, I don't think they have. I yeah. think that I think Russia have landed. I know, right? America have landed on the moon. I thought they got halfway there and thought no, no point now. No, I I'm think done. Russia have landed on the moon. Why haven't the Chinese landed on the moon? Because they've got. Um... I think they might be populating Uranus. You'd, you'd like you'd wish that they were. I don't understand why the Chinese haven't... Why haven't... Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. If the Chinese are so full of it, why don't they go up on the moon and transmit live footage of them ripping out the the Buzz Aldrin flag? (laughs) Oh, no. They're going to do a wee-wee on it? No, no, well, they might do. And then just putting down the Chinese flag. And then turning to camera and flicking the middle finger to America. Mm. That that would really piss off the Yanks. They would be furious, right? Why don't they just do that? Just, just... Uh, but, but I don't understand. Seriously, I don't understand. Because China has got... They've got cosmonauts. I think they're called cosmonauts in China as well. Mm. What are they called? I think they are called cosmonauts. They're not, are they? I think so. I'm sure they're... Why do you not think that? Well, they'd be called something in Chinese. No, no, I think they're, called, they're, they're cosmonauts. I think the cosmonauts are... Um, because uh, it's communist, I think they're co- the cosmonauts. Well, why? Uh, you, uh, uh, I don't know why you're pulling that face. I genuinely think that they because are called cosmonauts. They're not called cosmonauts because of anything communist. It's because of the cosmos. Yeah, exactly. But that's what they refer. That's, that's why the Russians call them cosmonauts. Mm. I know it's because because they're communist, but they have an affiliation. Well, Google it. Right. Well, Google, well, Google it. Google it. You know, it's getting a bit tense. Uh, I knew. Wow. Well. Astronauts called. Okay. I bet they're called cosmonauts. Um, oh no, fair play. They're called Yuhang Yuans or Takanauts. 
Um, yeah, okay. So? There we go. Catherine? Um, I don't like your attitude. <laughs> oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, no one particularly does at the moment, and that's fine. I'm not feeling like I particularly want to do the rest of the show, to be honest. I'm oh. not really feeling the vibe. So, what to do? I don't know, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. No, I know. No. Mm. You go and do the podcast. I'll sort I've this done out. it. Right, well, I'll leave you to it. I'll sort this out. I'll sort this out. I'll sort this out. I'm not feeling the vibe, guys. I'm not feeling the vibe. Here's a thing. So, you know, goldfish are stupid, right? They're the most... Well, I, I was going to say they're the most pointless pets. I don't know if they are. Uh, I would suggest that the stick insect is perhaps the most pointless pet of all the pets. We've got one stick insect. He's only got two legs left. And I don't know what happened to the legs. I, I suspect his mates... Um, ate them when I forgot to change the leaves for quite a while. I need to change the leaves tomorrow. Ugh, I ain't doing that job. I suspect his friends may have eaten them. Do they do that? And I keep, I feel sorry for this guy and I keep picking him up and putting him, um, uh, on leaves, hoping that he'll eat them. And he's, I don't, you know, is it best just to put him out of his misery? Line one's on the wireless. Hello, line one. Hello, then. Is Catherine still there? Turn your radio off! Putting him... Uh, Okie dokie. Yep. Uh, Is Catherine still there? Um, no, she's gone off. Ah, she... Oh, um, I was going to say, to give you a, a good cup of sanity, you wouldn't... Uh, you'd have a, certainly an exciting night from then onwards. From, from what? Then... Sanity? Yeah, because you don't even cough. Oh, blimey. Oh, I don't want... I don't want to loosen my bowels. <laughs> Loosen. You have the time and a knot. <laughs> no, you were saying he was. He didn't feel like going on. You know. I thought, well, that'll lighten you up a little bit. No, I'm just not feeling it tonight, uh, uh, Dennis. I, I, I wasn't feeling it yesterday. I was able to fake it a little bit better tonight. But, but what I, are you not feeling? I'm not feeling like. I'm not feeling happy. I'll tell you a dirty joke if you like. Yeah, go on. That'd be good. How about it? Okay? Yeah, go on. You'd show me off, actually. No, when we went through, my mum and Mrs. and I went cruising. Here we go. We met a young American in the Caribbean, and he said he'd been on this damn big boat for yes. uh, three days, and he still couldn't find his cabin. So we told yes. the girl on our boat, she said, the trouble with those boats, Mr. Brooks, they're so huge that the toilet system is not like it is on land, just flush toilet. Yes. It's a pneumatic system. Yeah. Now, this is quite true. It was like this on the QE2. So you do what you do, you put the lid down, press the button, you go, Pfft, it's gone. And she said she did a tale about this young couple on their honeymoon, and they did got in the uh, shower to have a uh, shower, ready to get to go dressed to go yeah. down to dinner. Yeah. She needed a tittle, so she sat on the toilet. Yes. Unfortunately, she had the bun with her elbow, uh -oh. and she couldn't stand up. So she said to her husband, you'll have to fetch someone, I can't sit here all night. She's just going out, she said, hang on a minute, I'm in the Starkers. So he said, well, hold your, hand, your arms across your breast, sweetie. Yes. He took his baseball off and he laid it in a lap, covering everything that oh, was God. necessary. Yes. 
went outside, and like all of these ships, 23 different nationalities in the crew. Where the hell is this going? Here he found was Spanish, and he couldn't understand him. So he brought him into, this, into the toilet, yes. swinging the span around his finger, yes. and he looked at the girl and rapped something in rapid Spanish. The girl said, what did he say, sweetheart? He said, well... He thinks he can get a lady off the toilet, but the man with the hat on has gone too far. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much indeed. And, and the man the man with the uh, age on has gone too far. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. So, yeah, stick insects. He's only got two legs. I think they're supposed to have six. Well, of course they're supposed to have six. They're insects. So they have six legs. Is that right? I think that's right. Do you know who taught me that? My son. You know which one? The four-year-old. Imagine. So, um... They're a very pointless uh, pet. We had goldfish for a while, and I just, I, I honestly, I don't know how you keep goldfish alive. They were just constantly dying. The, you know, in the first two that died, um, it was kind of quite sad, but then they just kept dying all the flipping time. We could not keep the goldfish alive. And also, they're a pointless pet. There's a lot of input and very little output. You put in a lot, you don't get a lot back. A dog, you put in a lot, you get kind of, um, it's almost equal, I suppose. Cat, you don't put in that much, you get loads out. Best pet ever. But the goldfish, I could never really understand the point of them. We got them for the kids, and it was such a mistake. It was such a mistake. Anyway, uh, apparently goldfish might not be as stupid as we think they are. I don't believe this. I don't believe this one tiny little bit. Right? He may have a fondness for swimming round in circles. This is by the this is in the Daily Mail by the science editor. There's no name. No one was bra- oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, no one was brave enough to put their name by this story. He may have a fondness for swimming in circles, but beyond his glassy-eyed stare. Your pet goldfish could have hidden depths. Depths. You try saying depths. Enough hard. Depths. Oh, flipping it. Scientists at Oxford University, who've since found a cure for AIDS and cancer, have shown for the first time that fish are capable of recognising human faces. How the hell did they find that out? What on earth were they doing to find out that fish could recognise fa- where in fact what meet him on the house do you know what we should do hang on a second yes line one you're on the wireless oh hi hello how are you doing hi um i sorry i only caught up with um the uh the show yesterday this afternoon as i was driving home listening to the podcast um, about Noel Edmonds, and I've just watched the uh, this morning. Uh, I didn't watch it. How did, I should have watched it. How did it go? He, you know what? What's really frustrating is that he he's quite an intelligent man, and he can put across what seems to be quite a good argument. And I don't think they really destroyed him as much as they should have, which was a bit disappointing. This is my fear that Pip would let him get away with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, you know, I think for, for someone to, a public figure to uh, have that opinion and not understand the repercussions that it might have, he, he's kind of coming across as, you know, he didn't mean it to sound the way it did. And, you know, he sticks by his, um, 
his theories and his thoughts, but he doesn't, he doesn't, um, you know, he doesn't want to push it on anyone or anything like did that. He, did they mention the, the? Did they mention the tweet that he sent to Vaughan, who is a listener of this show, where he he said, do you, you know, maybe your cancer's due to your negative attitude? Yeah. So they kind of mentioned it. Philip tried to mention it, and then he tried to. Uh, he'd be a brilliant politician. He kind of dodged the question and moved on to something else. I just kind of feel that he, you know, anyone that gives anyone anyone who's ill and you're giving false hope to those people that are trying to find any kind of hope, I think is just very disappointing. I just think it's such a shame. I've got, um, my, uh, Steve, who's a, a friend of mine, emailed me today. He enjoyed, um, listening to this, uh, yesterday. Um, and he's, he's done some research on the company that, that makes this box, right? Yeah. Now, this box can tackle cancer, according to Edmonds, right? And even on their website, even on the website, they say they distance themselves from what he said, but they do say it can reduce pain, um, treat depression, and they have had early um, promising results with cancer, right? Yeah. The box sells for two and a half grand. They have a total net assets, this company, of £18,000 and liabilities of £72,000. So wow. they're, they're in debt, right? Yeah. And the... Um, one of the directors, Maria Robertson, was Noel Edmonds' assistant for 25 years. Now, it just... I bet they didn't mention any of that, did they, during the interview? No, right. none at all. And that's, no, that's, that's my friend Steve, who's, who's, um, who's a top bloke and runs this AV company, uh, who, who did, you know, a little bit of research yeah. online. And all of that is, you know, Edmonds can say what he wants to say. The thing that got me was him suggesting to someone who's very, very seriously ill that maybe it's your negative attitude. In a really patronising, condescending, um, ill-thought-out tweet. And I just thought yeah. that was just, I just thought that was nasty. You know, forget yeah. the, the stuff about promising, you know, promising false hope to, to people who are desperate. That was just nasty. Yeah, you're, you're, you're actually right. And, and again, someone who has... You know, I think people in the public eye you, have a responsibility, I think, um, and social media draws them closer to the public. And perhaps he didn't mean it to say the way that it sounded. However, I don't think you could misinterpret that message in any other way than h how it how it reads. Yeah. And so I, I don't think he's ever going to be able to get out of it, apart from he stands by it and he says that through positive thinking, he... Um, he had cancer himself, apparently, uh, and through positive thinking and through a lot of other things. Well, did, was some of those other things, things chemo or radiotherapy at all? Um, well, you see, he didn't mention that. He mentioned other, like, homeopathic and other, um, other right. sources. But, I, you know, one can't believe that he didn't also use the uh, preferred treatment, as I think anyone would if they were in that situation. I would, uh, yeah, uh, Edmunds bollocks. You're talking rubbish. Um, Dan yeah. is just very quick. Let's have a listen. Dan has sent me the interview. Um, I'm going to jump forward to about. He says about five thirty. He says the look on Edmunds' face. It looks like he's planning to um, Philip Schofield's death. So I'm going to jump forward yeah. to about five five ten. Here we go. This is so. This is Edmunds on this morning. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. No, years. I, get, I get that. I get that. A simple box that slows down ages, re uh, raging, reduces pain, lifts depression, stress, tackles cancer. Yep, tackles cancer. That's the box you're talking about. Yeah. That's it. Eight that's minutes and you feel for ready me. for another exciting day. Yippee. That's and then you say what, what it, is. it did for me. I get that. I get that. But, but obviously people are going to get a little bit sceptical with the fact that you keep banging on about this £2,300 box um, and, uh, and uh, well, well, you know the people who were making it. Well, yeah, of course I do know. Now I do know Sam and Steve, who are two brilliant practitioners. You say now you do know, didn't you know before? What do you mean, before what? You they say now I do me. know. Yeah, I do know them. They are both osteopaths, they're professionals. They introduced me to the technology. Maria Robertson, who's the director of the company, I've known for 30 years. But they've said the opinions of Mr. Noel Edmonds are his alone and do not reflect in exactly. any way with the opinions of us at EMP PAD. We had no discussion, input or prior knowledge of the content of Mr. Edmonds' statement. Yeah. We do not agree with it in any way, shape or form. Fine. All I'm saying is, by using pulsed electromagnetism and a series of other things, I am now free of prostate cancer. Can we, for more of the... Well, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of tense, isn't it? What's going on? I, you know, again, we should be better than this, but we're not. What's going on with his beard? <laughs> I thought that. You know, the, the thing is, though, it's kind of growing closer and closer to to his eyes, I think. Like, his beard's getting bigger. It's very odd. He's losing hair on the top and gaining it on his on his face. Yeah. It's a weird one. Listen, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um, I, yeah. Oh, Edmunds, what are we going to do with you? You've gone right down in my um, already quite low estimation. 0844 499 1000. 0844 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're more than welcome to. Seven pence a minute plus your access charge significantly more from some mobiles, but not from all mobiles. You can call in about anything you want for the last 15 minutes. I'll be honest, the vibe has disappeared from the studio quite spectacularly. Um, I feel like I, uh, I need a break from uh, doing this, man. I don't know how much longer I can keep this up. Um, now, so this is the, the scientists at Oxford University have found that fish are capable of recognising human faces. What, what meeting were they having when they decided that's what we, we, i know what let's um let's investigate whether fish can recognize human faces yeah great one okay fine they easily picked out a familiar face out of 44 unknown ones the study was carried out on archer fish what the hell is an archer fish anybody anybody know what that is never heard of such a thing however researcher Kate Newport said it's possible the skill extends to other species. Gosh. Dr. Oh, Dr. Newport capitalised on the archerfish's ability to spit out jets of water. The fish were trained to spit at one of two faces on a screen. How can you train a fish? I've missed out on all this big time. You can train fish these days. The fish were trained. I'm sure I saw on Eurotrash, I think it was Eurotrash, um, a theatre, like a tiny little theatre, where it was all trained cats. And I'd always thought you can't train cats much beyond, you know, using the litter tray and stuff. 
But I'm sure it's a theatre where cats were, like, doing tightrope and stuff like that. I'm sure I've seen that. And yet I've never been able to find any evidence whatsoever to back that up in the slightest. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian Lee. It's Julia Hardley Brewer here. I just wanted to wish you happy birthday, big boy, and I can't wait for some time with you this afternoon. Have a nice day, my darling. Bye. Tutty bye, Julia. Nice to talk to you. Tutty bye. Thank you, darling. Bye-bye. Tutty bye. There we go. Okay. That's nice of her. Um, Yeah, cats like doing, like, a. they were doing, like, a play. Not a play. It's completely the wrong word. They were doing a show... And there was someone with, like, a tiny little cat whip. And uh, they had trained them to do the show. Doctor... They were given... The fish were trained to spit at one of two faces on a screen and given a food pellet each time they hit the right one. In tests using black and white photos, they often managed to choose the familiar face with the brainiest one spitting at it 86% of the time. Writing in the journal Scientific Reports, Dr Newport said the feat is... Where does this take us in terms of um, uh, um, science? Where does this take us? Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello. Hello, it's Rob Benet here, with potentially a serious point. Oh, Here we go. Here we go, yes. So, you know this positive thinking thing? Yeah. Right. I, about 2007, I went for a curry, and it was called a fowl. Have you ever had a fowl? Hello? (laughs) Uh, Yes, yes, it's hot, isn't it? It's very hot. Now... All I'm going to say is the next day, I had a lot of positive thinking. Yeah? Yeah. And I was like, please, no, please, no. Come on, you can do this, Rob, because I had to drive to Newcastle. It didn't help. So I would challenge Mr. Edmonds in an open forum on that and say, I used a lot of positive thinking, and if I can't even control a simple thing like that without needing at least a packet of half of wet wipes, how the hell... Can you cure a disease? And your serious point is, Rob? Are you excited about tomorrow? <laughs> Thanks for calling. Oh. oh. Um. <clears throat> Where does this take us? As, with, with all this knowledge that we have amassed as um, a species, right? great Cartesian dualism, all of these great things, these thinking things what we done have fish might recognize faces all right anyway writing in the uh, journal scientific reports dr newport said she'd wasted her entire life on what was basically a pointless trial and that the feat is made all the more impressive by the fact that fish lack the complex brain circuitry of humans She said, it's possible that other fish, like goldfish, also have such a keen eye. And now I've got someone uh, tweeting me. Adrian says, I had a fish that would hide from visitors. Really? 
Dr. Newport added, I know that when new people walk into my laboratory aquariums, the fish can get a little bit shy. It ties in with what Adrian was saying. Shy fish. Shish. But when I walk in, they all start spitting jets of water at me, so you never know. I think this young lady here has basically wasted um, her entire career on what is ultimately a pointless exercise. Really. 0844 um, 1000 is the telephone number. Hugh Hefner. Of all people, dirt, you dirty old man. The the king of dirty old men. Hang on a second. Yes, line one. Bit louder. Thank you very much indeed, Frank. Always, uh, always a pleasure to uh, have a little bit of Frank Sybottom on the show. Always a pleasure. Hugh Hefner, the um, uh, the American Peter Stringfellow, and I don't think he does it with the class of Stringfellow. I think Stringfellow is a much classier, um, dirty old man. But that's just me, literally. Hugh Hefner has sold his Playboy Mansion to his next-door neighbour for eighty-two million pounds man alive you know when you move house right and you move into a new house and you have to, you, you kind of get the cleaners in to give it clean imagine going to clean all that up it's going to be you wouldn't want to sit in any of the furniture would you blimey it's going to be everywhere it is going to be everywhere it's fantastic the 29 room party palace which was built in 1927 went on the market in January at £137 million. But Hef reportedly accepted a lower bid from businessman Darren Metropolis, who's 32 years old. Thir- Imagine being 32 years old, right? And you can afford 90, uh, 82 million quid on a dirty old man's house. Imagine that, it's nuts. I bought my first place when I was uh, a bit younger, like 28, 29, and I was on telly, and I had to borrow money off my mum for the deposit. But here's the thing, right? Here's the rub. Imagine all the rubs that have been taking place in there. Ah! But here's the thing, right? So he sold it for 82 million quid, right? A condition of the sale was that Hefner, who's 90, could live in the Los Angeles home with his third wife for the rest of his life. What? Hey, Darren Metropoulos is um, is bringing us over some Greek food tonight. Don't eat it, Hef! He's trying to bump you off. And here's the thing as well. So Hugh Hefner is 90 years old, right? His wife, Crystal Harris, who's English, is 30 years old. That is... I mean, really, that's thoroughly unpleasant, isn't it? Leaves a bad taste in, well, everyone's mouth, I guess. Line one, you're on the wireless. 
Hi there. Um, I've just got some spare time in my hands. I've um, just recently lost my job, and I decided I'm going to start getting into my old video game collection. I was just wondering if you had any um, ideas what I should go for right now. Well, what well, what have you got in your collection? Oh, I've, got, I've got all these old, old games. You know, I used to collect all the, the snares ones, but you know, the, my shelf's getting quite large now. I've got the old Wii U recently, so I was thinking about giving that a go. Get, go, go, here's, here's the thing. Do yourself a favour. Go and get yourself a Dreamcast online. Uh, no, I've got a Dreamcast. I should, I should get around to playing that again. Get, get the Dream, get the Dreamcast out. It's, the, it's one of the best consoles ever made. That's a good point. I need to get a Shenmue playing again. That's what I want. Yeah, I, I, do you know what? I, I gave up on Shenmue when I got to, like, is it like three discs in that game, I think? Uh, I think so, yeah, and there was, there was uh, like some sort of weird online disc as well. Yeah, I got to either the end of the first or the second disc, and it didn't save. And I thought, ah. nah, life's too short, I ain't doing that again. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going there again. Yeah, it, it takes a lot out of you, really, on that sort of game. It does, it does. Um, yeah, I, I would, I mean, I, would drink, I don't think the SNES games stand up that well, to be honest. No, well, d- definitely not the ones we've got in the UK. I think the ones in Japan and some in America are a bit better. The uh, the Super Famicom, as it was known in Japan, could go online. It was the first games console that could go online. Really? Yeah, yeah, in Japan. used to go online and you could get, um... I can't think yet, like, weather reports and, um... It was like kind of like teletext, but on, on, a, on a SNES. Oh, yeah, I think I've seen something like that. There was some sort of weird thing that you could you could view stock on it as well. Yeah, that was it, yes. There was stock with some shares. And I think, I think maybe horse racing as well. Go and do that. Man alive, I envy you. I envy you the endless possibilities that you have um, uh, facing you. Um, I tell you what, let's end with a little bit of this, shall we? I'm a cork on the ocean
Talk Radio, the 21st century dream team of dialogue, debate, and discourse. Talk Radio, give it some lift.